If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, everybody, to the Really Charlie Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Perry, and today's guest is Derek Baptiste, counselor of Ward 4 in the city of New Bedford, also Coach Silky, and my man, host of Yo Listen on WNBRadio.com. My man, how you doing today? Doing well. How you doing today, Charlie? Same old, same old, man. Glad I finally got you on here. You know, it's um, you know, I've been I've been following you for a long time. We've been first friends, and um, and I've been admiring you close by. You know, seeing the things that you do with the kids for, I I can say probably almost a decade and a half, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, you know, it's it's been. I think I start. I started with my with my first group around um, about nine, about twenty, oh, like twenty one years ago. Yeah, not like twenty five years ago. I had to be like twenty five years. Ago. I was like nineteen twenty. Yeah, even even longer than I. I, I you know, I wasn't. <clears throat> you know, just not. I know it was over fifteen, so yeah, that's where I went. I yeah, went it's like twenty. Years. It's like twenty-five yeah. years. It's crazy when you look at it, and you know you you still think you're young, and then you're just like, "Damn, it's been twenty-five years." <laughs> I'm old man, I'm old yeah. now, Charlie. That's it. It's all good. All good. You're still doing it, and that's what matters. Is when you're doing things and you're mentoring kids, trying to do what's best for them. Got to have the stamina. You got to have the understanding, and uh, you definitely got that. So yeah, because times change, bro. You yeah, know how that sure goes, is. man. Like every few years, it's a it's a new group, man. You know, more and more, more and more, um, more more and more parents get involved every year, and then you got different people that you, you know, it it it's so easy when you first start doing everything. It's so simple and then as time goes it, it gets a little bit easier as the knowledge wise but it gets you know you always have to reinvent yourself you always have to be different you always have to change with the times and you know nothing stays the same forever but you know so true but consistency yeah i mean we already got these comments coming in uh, derek is a great counselor even better person he may be silk to everyone but he's he's slick to me 
So I got Brian Coster on there. What's good, Silky? Good man. Uh, Derek, a great dude. And it goes on. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, I, I know that first one was Ian. All right. Because okay. I, 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 I just know how Ian is. And Brian, man, just like, you know, going back, back over the years, you see, you see cats when, when you're young, you know what I'm saying, man? And like, I know, I know Brian back from his like D work days in Taunton. So like you see guys at a, at a, at, at different stages in life, but you still see them being the same person at different stages of life. You know what I'm saying? True. Charlie, man, like yeah. always being good people, always being the person that they are, man. So we go back, yeah. you know, you know, we, we had, you know, we had a lot of fun, a lot of battles on the basketball court, man. It's a good brother, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's good, good brother, good father. Yeah, I know, man. you know, doing his thing. The um, it's uh, it's good when people maintain their their upbringing, you know, from the good old folks, the old school folks, and I, I love, I love when they um, you know, you was taught by many. I yeah, was taught well, by and, many. And, and, and you and you look at it like this, right? So you know, first of all, what's up, Jules? How you doing? Um. Um, um, we, we, we come from a place where no matter who you are, what you do, you know, being outside and, and hanging out with your friends and, you know, we was taught to always respect our elders. You know what I'm saying, man? So like, and, and we had a lot of people that we had, you know, that we were fortunate enough to look up to. There was a lot of people that we, we didn't have to look up to that we looked up to too. You know what I'm saying, man? But like, yeah. you know, we come from a different place of, of the respect for our elders and stuff, no matter if we hung out and chilled in the park or chill wherever we was at, man. Like we made sure that people felt comfortable and everybody was safe and things were clean and, you know, and, and, and you learn that from the, from the older guys around you, man, you know? And as, as we evolved, you know, we, we got to understand that some of the words, like we were just throwing out, like the words respect, it's got a different definition now. And it may be, you know, we may feel that it's a, it's a shallow definition, but, you know, as generations change, you know, people define respect in certain ways, you know, and, um, uh, you know, where, where we were growing up, we, there was just no back talk, you know, but uh, sometimes you end up, you see too many I, I, people. I, I, I understand what you're saying. So it's like, yeah. you know, we define respect in many ways now, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, respect is respect. It's, yeah. it's still what it is. You, under, mm -hmm. you understand what I'm saying, man? Like, yeah. so there, there's just a, there's just a change in the in the God, a change of what's going on in the area, change of people, um, you know. And um, like like we had a conversation last week, and and we was talking about the difference between like now and then, and and, and we all and we all want to have the good glory days back. We'll never get that back, but we can make new glory days. You know sure. what I'm saying? We can make new memories that that we can do right for younger people coming up man so that they can have some stories to tell you know have have good stories to tell when they go older like you know i, I remember growing up going to the bike rides remember mm -hmm. the bike rides Charlie, man, yes. and, and stuff like that man and and you go down and you feel like a hero because everybody's family's at um at, at um the park man down south end by the beach man and, and, and you go up over the hazelwood and, and you know you ride up over there and everybody's clapping and cheering and, and you're looking it's tough to find your family because there's so many families out there, but 
it, it was like running into another family. It was just like running into your family. True. And, and that's just like growing up in the neighborhoods that we grew up in. You know, a lot of the, the people that live in the neighborhoods now uh, uh, just live in the neighborhood. They don't own property in the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where you grow up, you knew who, who was in what house. Even in the projects, you know who was in what house. Yeah. You know, you know who was where and where to go and who not to act up in front of and mm-hmm. where to play and where not to play. And, you know, and, yeah, there and was a, there was a you get to know your neighbors, man. Like nowadays, it's just people living next to each other, man. There's no sense of that community anymore. Very few neighborhoods have that. Some of the, well, I could say in the projects um, that we grew up in, there was a quiet zone in the projects. You can be rowdy at certain points in the projects, but there was this other section that you just couldn't mess around. You just couldn't but mess around there, but, but you knew where, and you didn't mess around over mm-hmm. there. And yeah. and it was just common knowledge. And and you know what? Like back in the day, like the projects were the safest place you could be. Like and people and people look at True. it and look down at a lot of things, man. I you know I felt so safe being in the projects, man, and, and being there growing up, like around the the people that I grew up around. Like the friends that you make, you know, the friends that I made from growing up in these areas and, and, the, and the, the person that you develop yourself into, um, I think there's a lot of following that goes on now. They, a lot of kids follow each other now. They're not like, they're, they, they're not individually, they're not, you know, they don't show a lot of their individual self, True. you know. And um, I, I think back then, like we, was, we, was, we wasn't scared to be individuals and um and it helped us be the people that we were that we are now because you know it's you know you you deal with who you are front and center and you don't have to you know you don't have to bs anything or any you know and people and people respected you as you was the athletes could you could have had you had the athletes the pretty boys the thugs the the nerds mm-hmm. people that were quiet that just lived there and you know what i'm saying but the pretty boys can be thugs and the athletes can be thugs and the thugs can be pretty boys and everybody can be what they are and you mix and mingle who you are but you've never been like we're all the same thing a lot of these kids you look at them and you can't tell the difference between any of them mm-hmm. because it's like a carbon copy back then you can tell like you would you was if, if you want to express yourself, you could express yourself in the way you wanted, and you was who you was, you know. And you didn't get lost in the sauce. I um, I actually uh, I mean, I, I I I dwelled on a lot of things just a couple of weeks ago with the three day affairs, you know, and we had them throughout the areas, and um, you know, and, and it w- who had the best one? Who you think had the best one? Hmm. Let's go. Let's 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 hear it. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk, cause we All had right. the YA had one, the yep. social had one, the band club had one, the vets had one. Who I do you think, think the, was the best? I think what separates the band club one is because remember had, they had the tournament at the same yeah, time as the pageant the going on. Yeah. So the tournament the and the pageant the coincided yeah. with everything, and it and it didn't really have much to do with the parade. Yeah. Almost, it was it was more about the pageant and the. So I don't know. So go ahead. And that's that's the difference I got with 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 that at Monty's and the band club is they had a multitude of things going. You you had a you had a, a two block three block radius where you can just you know do you had many things to do. Um, United Social was was they started with their pageant. Remember, they had yeah. a pageant, they had a stage, you know, and that was good. Um, the West End, uh, 
Did Manny host every one of them? I think Manny was the host of every one of them, huh? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. He was he was he was like the weak Martindale yeah. of pageants back in the day. But the Elks, I I end up the Elks like was in, the block dance, yeah. man. The block dance was different from all of them because they yeah. didn't have a pageant. Yeah, that was and a pot. That was a party. And that's when I was. That's around the time I was in high school. So that was, that was. It was nice. I mean, I I really enjoyed that a lot. You know, I'm just, you know, but I, I when it comes to you know, as far as they each had a different flavor, you know, different thing to go on. And at one point, uh, I, I believe down in the United Social, they had some games going on too. Sometimes they had the baseball and, tournament going yep, on. Yep. Yeah. So. But it didn't have the same feel as the basketball tournament. No, you know no, what I'm it, saying, man. It's a different. It's a different. It, it's a, we had that. Uh, it was more traditional at, at the band club because. Yeah. And then everybody else started having their, their things eventually after that. But I think that it was more traditional for people to come down during that week. So you, yeah, had more you have people. to remember the building wasn't there at first, yeah. you know, so that was a lot. That was just a clear lot. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of space that yeah. that was a lot of extra space down there to, to yeah. move around, man. We talked about some of the restaurants or like the, the people don't realize there was a little restaurant there called Tony's. Yeah. Tony's was there. Get your cachupa there, and then they had the snack shack. They, you know, there's just, just so many things. You know, uh, you could kind of dash through that court. Uh, I mean, that that uh, parking lot. You know, because it belonged to Morse Cutting Tools. And, yeah. You know, so, but uh, I, I definitely uh, I miss all those things. And, and like you said, it, the the old days are definitely not going to come back. We got to make some new things and and, and generate. Uh, some new brainstorms and uh, go from there. But I want to get back to uh, you and basketball. You know, with the, with the, the first group of kids you had those first couple of years, um, you know, what's the kind of conversation you all have now, you know, now that it's, it's, it's probably, it's 20 years later. You, you know, know, it's, 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 it's crazy because there, wow, there was, there was like all like 11, 12, I was like 19, 20. So they're not too much. So when we talk about it, we laugh. Yeah. You know, it's like, remember that team? Like, you know, and I I was just the loudmouth brother behind the, the bench, and the coach said it was, think you better come down here and help coach. So I said, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to tell me twice. Like, you know, that's how a lot of, a lot of the stuff that I got into, man, that's how, you know, that's how I got into it. You think, yo, like, you know, get into it. Like, you know, don't be one of the people complaining. Come down here and do it. So I said, all right, I'll do it. You know, we had fun. We, we lost. Um, we still talk about how we lost in the game that we lost. A couple of guys. Jamal Silver was on that team. My sister Jasmine, Shelby okay. Mendes. Like, they remember they remember that time, man. It was, it was funny how, you know, you see a few of them kids, you know, now. And, you know, and they still remember you know, Manu hitting two foul shots for Denison Memorial at like 11 years old, how tough that was, like, and how good Manu Silva was as a basketball player back then. Was. But, um, you know, and, and that's different. And then and then you flip over to, you know, as far as tribal basketball, like that, that, that first group is always like the real first group, like your real, 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 like, you know, it, I just so happen to have the core of that group from like 11 to like 18 bro 
Uh, you you come from a basketball family on both sides, and um, yeah. So that just you just carrying the torch, you know, and going from from everybody. I mean, I, there's not one person I can't mention in, in on your family that's not part of wasn't part of that sports, you know, handoff to you. You know, you, you got you know Robbie, of course. You got uh, you know. The pops, you got everybody, you know, and it just goes on. Uncle Jojo, you know, it just, it just goes on. Jojo was my coach, you know, and, and yeah. today I see him, and you know, he's, he's doing his thing. He's walking, you know, he, he just walking, going it, it, wherever it, he's going. It, it's, it's funny because like I grew up around, I grew up around that, like coaches yeah. and basketball and doing stuff. And Flea used to have me doing the craziest stuff. Like I did the, I did the craziest stuff at Flea's. Like so, the most like the most fun I had was at Fleece Script, like cause we would do anything, like we would do anything, and and me and Flea did everything, like you know what I mean. So like, and we turned everything into a basketball hoop. Uh, it was so funny the things that we used to like get into. Um, I, I remember my mother had a plant, like wicker plant uh, holders and stuff. You know, you had mm-hmm. the nice set. Yep. You know, you have the set. Man, we took the bottom out of one man and pinned it up because we one of our nerf hoops fell down. I was in Potter Street, man. We and Jason was like, "It's all right, it's all right. Get get a nail," and he's nailing it mm-hmm. in. And my mother comes home and she's like, "What?" She looks at her plants, and you know, and, and she didn't even get mad. It's because we're running full court. So I'm like, "You can't mm-hmm. stop the game, ma. Like you can't yeah. take the, you know." So one plant hole is all shabby on the bottom. It looked crazy, but we knew which one we can take every time we wanted to play. We knew to like just pick the plant cut, you know, it was already hooked up. So mm-hmm. it was easy breezy. So th- those were the things that, you know, playing, you know, being on your knees and playing fumbleation and football in the house and being like, you know, it's all right. You know what I'm saying, man? Like it's first sure. and ten. And that's where you get, you know, you have brothers, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, man? Like I didn't have brothers. Like, you know, all my siblings are, are way younger than me. So I didn't have big brothers. So I had Jason and Manny with my big brothers. Yeah, you know yep. what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. And and me and Jason clicked more because I like I love sports, and you know we'd always play sports. So like you know, so a lot of the things that I did was with them, with them guys, you know. And and that's why I learned just how to be like a gym rat, how to be around everything. And then I got like all my co- my my uncles like coaching and doing stuff. I used to take like vets uniforms. Mm-hmm. And hide the numbers that I used to like, so I can wear them. And it was like all big for me, yep. and it was it was crazy because then they go to games and kids wouldn't have jerseys <laughs> because I'll be stashing them and shit. Like it was nuts. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, man. I remember one time I was playing golf in the backyard, and I took my grandfather's putter to make uh to make holes in the backyard so I could make my own pitching putt in the backyard when I was like seven or eight years old. Uh-huh. And my grandfather had a tournament, and I left the putter outside. And he had a tournament, and he had to and he had to putt with his pitching wedge or some stuff. Man, he ended up with third place. I said, "Wow, you did good, Papa, with no putter." Yeah. Ah, putter! <laughs> he went crazy on me, man. Like, I remember he hated that third. He, it was a nice trophy too. I was like, "That's a nice trophy." So he should have got a first place one. You know what I'm I saying, know. man? But he wasn't man. He wasn't a man of many words, but those are funny times. I, I grew up around. I just grew up around like you know. I grew up around houses where it was funny. There was a lot of dogging, a lot of joking, a lot of competition, a lot of competition, you know, and a, and a lot of things that you did, you, you know. I, um, how did, how did your, you know, your name from, change from Derek to Silky? 
Nah, man. Yo, because I hated the name, bro. Okay. It's not because I hated the name. All right. And who came up with it? You? Nah, man. I didn't come up with that, man. All I wouldn't right. call myself that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm just checking, man. I, w- I wouldn't call my I wouldn't call myself that. Um, it, it, does that sound funny that that me saying that like that, like that everybody in the world calls me that, and I'm like I wouldn't even call myself that. Uh huh. Like um, I, I I think that um, it's it, it started with probably like me having a tough time with my dad and not really liking him. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when, when you have family members that try to do like how Phil got his nickname, like how, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you call them something that they hate so much yeah. until you embrace it. And then that's your nickname. I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying, man? It's uh... like, like what, like to this day, like when I was like real little, like, like my sister's father used to call me like D train used to be like because all you do is run back and forth all day like shooting a hoop like i'd be in the house if it's a rainy day i'd be in the house like i I play basketball off the walls like it's a full court game like i'm in a full court game when i was like a little kid you know what i'm saying i'd have a game on and be playing and he's like there goes the d train there goes the d train like you know what i'm saying man so that was you know that was one of my names you know sweet like d that. when i was real 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 small uh Neil calls me that to, to this day because I had a I had a shirt when I was like six or seven that said like, um, "Sweet D." So mm-hmm. he's, still, he's like Neil won't won't let that down, man. He calls me that to this day. My so man. I had a few nicknames, you know, a couple they call me to my face. You know, that's how that's how the name that's how the name came about. You know what I'm saying, man? It's just, and then and then you know you you, you take something that 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 some people might look at it as a bad thing and you turn it into a good thing. And and that's what it is too. You know? Somebody uh Paul Santos calling you Tyrone. Is that a joke? Paul oh he Santos. said Derek. All right, now he changed it to Derek. I got I don't you. Know. Yeah, he's uh um, all right there it is. But um first I mean you you definitely when it came to politics you decided you were gonna go. And you know, one thing with me when I did when I did the pol- political thing, I just said, Hey, you know, it's time to run. You know, put my hand put my uh put my name in the ring and it just, you know, see what happens, you know. And very happy, very proud of it. And, you know, you decided to do that. And you do a great job. I try, man. I try. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning, bro. I'm still learning. I and, and you know what, man? I'm, I'm lucky enough, um, to have, to have a couple of counselors that, that, that help me out, man. When, when I need be, you know, man, it, it could have been really tough, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still getting better at it. Like I really like it. You know, it's Charlie. I, I thought, yo, I. I used to always say, like, I, I forgot who who was having a conversation with the other day, and we was just talking about that. And they said, "Remember, you used to say you're going to be the ward four counselor." And I and I said, "I do remember that. I do. I do remember it. back mm-hmm. in the days. So I used to always tell people, I was like, I'm going to be the ward four counselor one day.' And mm-hmm. I, and I, and back then it wasn't like I like politics or or nothing mm-hmm. like that. It was just because I knew like everybody and their mother. And I was like, I know too many people that there's nobody that can beat me in Ward Four. Like I was, I would like, you know what I'm saying. But this is like 15 years ago. 
You know what I'm saying? This is this is just me looking at stuff and looking at politicians and looking at certain things that happened in the neighborhood and just saying, you know, I'm gonna do that one day. Like and, and I was just fighting it around, just saying like bullshitting. You know, sometimes you Yeah, BS another feeling things. You know what I'm saying, man? And, and then you're just you know, you're talking you you know, you're with your boys and you're talking your trash because you feel like, you know, like I feel good about myself. Like, you know, I love I love my community, I love this, man. Like I can do this. You know, but so, yeah, I was just young and brash, you know. And, and you kind of just, I mean. Ask Romain. Romain will, tell, Romain will tell you a lot of stuff that I said I was going to do and I ended up doing that I don't tell anybody else. Like, like he knows all he knows all the, the little ins and outs, man. Like, he's probably the only one that knows all the ins and outs. The, the uh, you know, joke with me is, is being a mayor of the city, you know, because I was constantly waving to people. Whether I was at work or whatever, and said, "What are you, the man of the city?" I said, oh, "I'm just good dude, nosy dude. I'm nosy. I'll ask anybody who's your family, you know, so on and so forth. You know, what's your name? I'm always trying to make a friend every day. So yeah, man, like it's good to be good to people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was an ass to some people too. Like people, like you know, they'll never let you let that down. Like you know, people still look at you at, at 46 as they looked at you at 16. So True. You know that that has that's that's nothing. Um, Mike Santos remembered me saying that and came up to me at the gym and was like, "Hey, Dana's not running. You gonna run?" I was like, "For what?" He was like, "War for." I was like, "I ain't running for war for." He was like, "Y'all always said nobody's gonna beat you in war for." He was like, "Yo, like you know, you're doing all this stuff in the community. You might as well step it up." I was like, "I ain't doing this. You crazy?" I went. I did a couple of sets. I thought about it. I thought about it, and then. Like in between sets, like you know, sometimes you look at your phone and you look at stuff and, and you think about different things. And I just look at so many people on social media that complain about so many things and how many people are um how many people are are, are just against like looking at the bright like working together and, and, and making things better instead of like let's just com let's just complain about stuff and compound stuff and you know, man, and I was, I, and I, and I still look at a lot of that stuff, and it still discourages me how people still look at somewhere, wh whether they live here or they once lived here, you know, how it how it was so bad for them, and and how everything is so terrible around here. I don't think it's that bad, man. I, lo I love where I'm at, love where I'm from, and um, I just got tired of, of of so much negative talk, Charlie. That I said, you know what, man, you know, what? I'm I, instead of being you know, reactive. I'm going to be proactive. And then I came back up and I told Mike, I said, we're running. Mm -hmm. and you're helping me. <laughs> yeah. He, and, and, and you got and, a good... and, and Mike's, and Mike's been a leader in my neighborhood. He's been a, a leader a in my time. neighborhood and for a lot of us guys, a lot of us younger guys. And we're not too much younger than him, but, um, like, but Mike has, Mike has made the progression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the correct way. And, and he just, you know what I'm saying? He just shows a good um he just showed a good example for a lot of us brothers because you can learn a lot being out in them streets. You yeah. can learn a lot from people being out in them streets. And a lot of and a lot of us can you know, you, you can either take the lesson that you're learning and, and make something good out of it, or you can, you know, make the lesson kill you, man. Look like look I, what's up, Chris? I just saw a Grady comment. Yep. And um I, I just look at like look at Chris. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Chris talked yeah. me into doing the basketball league because he was like, we can have it out here. And we, you know, we've always talked about it for years. 
but like Chris was saying it so believable. Like Chris was so believable when he was telling me that stuff. And I was like, so do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said, I can't do it because of my record. Yeah. He said, but you can do it. Exactly. And I was like, the same thing that happened with the, the coaching stuff. Well, I, you know what I'm saying? Man? You can do it. You know what I'm saying? I know you can do it. You know, da, da, da. And then I was like, you know what? I find out how to do it. Then we're doing it. Exactly. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, three weeks later, we had a league. <laughs> so it takes it, – it, it takes one. And you have to look at a lot. A lot of, lot of bad things were happening back then, Charlie. Yeah. A lot of people were passing away. A lot of people were dying. I'd like, you know, and um, that year I had my son, Derek. I had my oldest son, Derek. So I vowed to give um, myself more to the community because this was going to be the community that he was growing up in. So I wanted to be a giver instead of a taker. So that's how the whole thing came about with the basketball league and with my my change of my attitude and my my change of the way I looked at life and I looked at people. So it's it's really um um you you have you have to look at uh I have to look at that day, the day I had my first son as the day that changed everything for me. That's how everything is right now is be because of the thought process that I had, you know, when I had him, I, you know, and I could have been more selfish over the years and doing a lot of the stuff that I did, but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I chose to make sure I gave it back to everybody and make sure everybody had and make and sure you, that I did stuff around here that nobody else probably that nobody else did for the people that came from where I came from. So it's being a parent, it does change you. You know, when you, when you become dad, you come become mom, you, you just, there's a reality. Oh boy! For I some got people, some people don't. Yeah. Some people don't get that. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Some people didn't get the memo. You know, and and I can't understand that because being a being a parent is one of the best things in my life that ever happened to me. You know, it's just something that it's and so when you talk about you know since you was you know becoming a parent and you like all right things got to change. Some people take that for granted, Charlie. Yeah, they do. And some people and, take that for granted. Some people like and, and some people that have parents and grew up with parents and grew up with good parents and grew up in good families, like you know, some of them are really, really um some of them uh you know, a lot of them come, you know, they they end up doing some great stuff because, you know, it's it's easy with the background that they got. But um, you know, some some people that, that end up having good parents and then you don't become a good parent and it's like, you know, uh, you know, what 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 force like what forces me to just be present. And I, and I don't even know why in the black community we have to talk about who's a good parent and who's a bad parent. Like, I don't even know why we do that because nobody else does that except mm-hmm. for when we're in the black community. We talk about, oh, he's a good father. He's a bad father. Like, or, you know, like it's so bad that, that fathers are so, that people look at it as fathers are so far and few in between that mm-hmm. we have to say that people are good fathers or bad fathers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what makes you a good father? What makes you a bad father? Like, I, I know guys that don't have anything that um, work their tails off for their kids and, you know, and, and and they sacrifice everything for their family. And nobody tells them, like, they're a good father. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, man? They just do it and they go under the radar. But um, I, I guess in the circles, some of the circles that we have that we keep, um, it, it, was, it was so like the generation before us or – you know, it's it's such a, you know, in a couple of generations, you can see where the, 
you know, it's just like puppies and nanas. There's hardly any real puppies and nanas. That mm-hmm. big, that big nana, that big mama. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nana. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ma. Like, there's not a lot of ma's left. You know? Yeah. And, um, and it's. And, and, it, I, and I think that that's where we have to, like, change the culture with some of that stuff. When, when, when a couple of, uh, as we say, ma's left my, my family, you know, on both sides. Things, uh, things change drastically. Ain't it crazy? Yeah. How, how yeah. like people forget like how one person can be like so much of a glue to your entire like to keep everything mm-hmm. together. Like one like one person can can like literally hold that that thread. And it, and it's funny how much you've built that quilt all your lives, and you and your family built that all your lives, and you. Um, and 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 you built that fiber from whatever, and then it seems like it's all being held together by one little string, and one person True. is is that one little string that keeps that big blanket together. It's, that, um, yeah, that one know, person was somebody you had to answer to, no matter to what answer, your age, no or. matter what, no matter what. But you know, and, and it's the same person that um that would love you no matter what, True. and that would take not just you and everybody else in. See mm-hmm. the see the difference is like you can have love for your people, but when other people have that same love for your people, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's a few people that there's a few places I go over their house, like I love their parents. Like I love mm-hmm. their parents, I love their grandparents, like I look at them with the with the respect that I would my own. And um that must be a good feeling. I want to get to that feeling one day. I wanna be a I wanna be a loved grandparent one day. That's you know, that's up to your your family if they're gonna make that for you. But you definitely he better not make it now. I'll no, tell you not that now. Much. No, at least I'll tell you that one. Like at, at least uh, reach the age of twenty six, you know, and then start thinking about time. that stuff. I, I, yeah, I take started, your time. I, I started late, man. My friends went to the league early. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my friends went to the league early. <laughs> Yeah, they fresh out of high school. I had a bu- I had a bunch of T Max. You know, That's I grew it. up around a bunch of T Max. Uh huh. You know, and um, and and you know, but everybody has their time. I I I have friends that had children really young that are amazing fathers. Yeah, like and amazing parents. You know what I'm saying, man? And so many people get bad raps about so much stuff when you know when young people have children. You know, some people end up. It makes it brings something amazing out of them, you know, and um, you know sure. it's good though. I like uh, Renee says uh, there are several single dads that have done amazing jobs raising their children, aka my cousin Anthony, little cousin Adrian, team member Angel, and my brother Stephen Berger. And, and I mean that's I I think that you know just. We just talked about, you know, got to give people some praise sometimes, you know, but uh, if if you know you're a good father, you don't have to preach it, you know, just stay under the radar, it's, you know, you know it, you see people it. People see it, but, yeah. people, but, people, but you, people see it. Your people see it, you yeah. know, and, and, and the good thing about that and all the people that she named and, you know, you you know, you, you look at it, man, and sometimes it's uh, you you learn a lot from people when they're not around. You learn a lot mm-hmm. from when people are silent. You learn a lot from when people are not around. Um, you know, man, and and 
and them things teach you certain things at certain times, you know, man. And, and you look at a lot of these things and, you know, my father was present, but he wasn't present. Like he wasn't there. Like I couldn't rely on him. I couldn't count on him, yeah. you know, like, you know, so like it, it, it was like having, like, it was, it was like having, I don't know, like almost having, oh, substitute, you, you, like he was like a substitute teacher come in and he'd be around yeah. sometime and then he won't. And then, you know, I learned a lot from my friends, my cousins. I'm lucky I had good grandparents. I had, um, I had good aunts. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had good aunts. My aunt Brenda was amazing. Like if it wasn't for my aunt Brenda, I wouldn't have done like a lot of things. Like yeah. she was, you know, she was one of the first. She was one of the first fibers, mm-hmm. like one of the first people that kept them, them strings together. Like I wish she was here right now because like she would have been an amazing like grandmother and like she, that's the one thing I get emotional over. Um, I had so many influences in my lives from coaching and um, like my uncles doing stuff like that. I'm a cry baby. Sorry, Charlie. I cry every time I, I talk. And I, and, I, and I talk about my, my you know, my, my family that's passed away because these are good memories that I'm having. And like, my, like I get up and go all the time. I'm always getting up and going, trying to do stuff. And um, my aunt Brenda was like that. My cousin Tyranny's like that a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, you, you, learn, you learn so much from, from different people. And, and they might not say much to you, but they compassion, how they show compassion to others and how they take care of others really molds the person that you are. True. There's uh, you got a lot of sol- solid, strong women in your family, and um, you know they they touch me. Never mind, yeah. um, what they did within your family, and and and, and just the support that uh, I mean, I could talk just just your mom in general. You know the support she gave me throughout my my years, and um, you know I appreciate that. I really do. It's um, my, my grandmother and her sisters were amazing. Like. My 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 Barrett family, like my 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 Nana May and you know my yeah. Auntie Lorraine and my Auntie Gracie and you know like they they was they was amazing you yeah. know what I'm saying man and and to, to and my Aunt Vivian you know um we we had we had some we had some good times man your uh your grandmother. I didn't see her. I, I, I've always seen her as a strong person. She was always there doing things from the community to youth build to, you know, all kinds of things. Um, and I felt the first time I ever seen her cry and, and, and get real emotional was when her brother passed away. And, yeah. And, and that wasn't too long ago. So, you know, I always had the strong perception of her and, and, um, you know, when she did it, it was just her and I in her house. And I'm like, wow, man. Yeah. You have to understand the bond that they had. Yeah. Um, yeah, Definitely. um, It it was, you know, they, they looked out for each other, man, you know, and, and, and that's, and, and, and that's, that that's that's family like that's my family like you know what i'm saying like like they taught us like it's it's funny how you look at a lot of things sometimes man and you see how so many things fell apart and you're like how do these things fall apart when these people taught us so much mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's true you know what i'm saying man sometimes you sit to yourself and you think like how do like you know we was just i was just thinking of 
taking like rides to Lloyd State Park and you know what I'm saying, the family reunions and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, all all your aunts and uncles over over there and you know my uncle Fergie getting there early with my uncle Junior setting stuff up and True. you know man and, you know Benny Duat up over there cooking and you know <laughs> old ball, our uncle Paul and Uncle Bill you know they're all chilling and everybody's there the ladies are making stuff and Auntie Chitterbits dancing with Auntie Mary and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying man the liquor starts flowing you start playing with your cousins you have a good time then the after party the after party is when the real reunion starts you know when you go back to that one family member's house mm-hmm. yep. after the family reunion and the family reunion keeps going after you get kicked out the park <laughs> and then and then you go over there the next day and it's still going because a couple of cousins just slept over because they couldn't get up. Go back the next day, gotta eat some leftovers. Those are the best day, the leftovers. You have all that food left. You know you're cooking out. And you know your cousins ain't leaving because there's still liquor left. (laughs) 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 Who's cousin? That's out. Maybe that's just my family. It's it's a lot of families, including mine. Um, The uh, I, I just um, I didn't mention you know, my aunt Glory. I'm sorry. Okay, cool. I've been loving this podcast thing. It's great, and y'all doing it now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stop. I've, I've been working third shift for the last seven months, bro. Uh-huh. I hate. I hated it. Now I'm going back to a first shift position. Where, I, where it took me a, it took a lot out of my, uh, a lot of steam away from me doing a lot mm-hmm. of things that I do politically. Um, work-wise, family-wise, being around and um, just being tired all the time. And, and you know, at first it was good for me because I needed a break and I needed a change in things. But um, to really be the best that I can be and, and be as effective as I can be, like, you know, it stopped me from doing the pod a long time ago and, and being able to have nights like this and talking to you. Like, right yeah. now I'd be sleeping, getting ready to go to work for, like, True. you know. So, you know, a lot of them things have changed and, and held me back from doing a lot of things. So, I feel like I got like, you know, and, and it and it made me realize a lot of things too. It made me sit back and you know, you take some time, you think you take some stuff for granted, like sleeping at night and you know, spending time with people and the little things, man. The the, the little little things that you that that sometimes you really don't pay attention to, man. You you can take so much um it, you, you take so much advantage of. Make you sleep all the time and, and- like you said, you're tired. You got. You- I just want to be the best I can be, you know. At you know, and and I don't, I, I don't think I've, you know, you know, if if you ever reach your potential, like that, that's crazy. Like you know, my pencil. I'm still sharpening my pencil every time it gets a little dull. You know what I'm saying? Until it's down right. to nothing, and, and you know, when it's down to nothing, that's the end of the game. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's when you're gone. But as as you as you as you grow in life, it's like a pencil, man. You do stuff and you dull out and you learn and you write and you write your book and you know sometimes then you know when it gets a little dull and you have to sharpen it up, get Keep it back reading. up and yep. you know and, and every year and everything the, the the pen gets a little sharper and the pencil gets a little smaller because that's a little bit less time you have. So you have to make the best of it. Keep recreating yourself and doing what you're doing. Keep that these, mind. These, the people keep me young, man. Like yeah. the, the people, it's it's the it's the people, you know. And you know, I, you know, I, I've had some people that I that I've stopped spending time around that's made me a better person, not because of them, but because of me. And um, you know, I have a lot of people that I listen to that I learn from on a daily basis. 
you know, and it, and it's not always the smart guy that you think of. It's the guy that had the hardship. It's the guy that, uh, you know, the guy or girl that had, you know, the issue of problems. The guy or girl that fights through the daily stress and the daily struggle that I learn from on a daily basis. It's the people that have problems on the streets and, you know, that have problems with their neighborhoods and that are out there every day that see different perspectives than I do. You know, uh, the, um. Just got to keep talking, man. I, I don't think I ever turn anybody away, you know, that that was trying to talk to me. I mean, you can't. Uh, you, you just can't. You don't know what's going on, you know, especially, you know, God forbid I never experienced this, but, you know, someone's pouring out their heart or being sincere toward you and they want to have a conversation with you for whatever reason, you may be that voice that they listen to put them in the right direction and if you don't talk to them then it's going to put them in the wrong direction i know how that feels i know that feel like come on man like there's nobody that got more doors shut on them than me you know what i'm saying and sometimes i was i was i was at fault like you know sometimes you're at fault for the door getting slammed in your face sometimes you slam the door in your own face Mm -hmm. you know but um you know there's a lot of people that that told me no there's there you know i'm I'm not you know I'm, i'm i'm not one of the you know, New Bedford's beloved heroes. You yeah. know, I'm 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 the underdog. You know what I'm saying? I still go at it as the underdog. I'm not one of these guys that they look at. You know, he did this, and you know, he was, you know, he was a, you know, they'll they'll look they'll look at a person that's that's doing terrible that played high school sports before they look at me and be like, oh, you know, he played for the high school though. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really that sick, um, and. And and you just look at things and and as you as you get older, like I had a lot of doors closed in my face. I had a lot of people tell me no, and you know where they where they would tell a, a lot of other people yes that didn't have the same passion as me, that didn't have the same heart, that didn't do it for the same reasons. Like you know, and it still happens to this day. I don't you know it, you, it gets a little bitter, and people say, well, why don't you tell them who you? Are? I don't have to say anything. Like if you don't you know treat people decent, then you know that's your issue. Like yeah. Um. That's one thing I don't try to, you know, I wanted that face-to-face. I want that face-to-face conversation so I can feel that it's organic. I don't need to throw titles around. It's definitely, you know, I, I, I can't. You want to see people's body language, too. You want to yeah. see when people talk and how they look at you, how they how they move, man. Like, you know, here's me over here fidgeting. Look at me. I'm over here doing the Harlem shake. Like, you know. <laughs> Give me- but yeah, you want to, you know, you 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 know, when you're when you're talking to people, when you're around folks, and you want to, you know, give you, you that wanna- normal conversation, you know, and just be you, you want the A A through Z, you know, you don't want that, you know, A through D, you know, you want that whole organic conversation. Be who you are. Talking to someone. Be who and, you are, and and, and, and be you, and be to your word. Yeah, when you throw a title up there, kind of, you never know, it might turn that, someone to just be silent. That not sucks. Talk. Yeah, it does. I hate people that do that stuff, Charlie. Can't should I say that out loud? Like, can I? <laughs> yeah, you you should. I mean, I, I, I'm feeling the like, same I way. You I, know? Don't, I don't like that, man. Like, just be who you are. You know what I'm saying? People label you so much when they meet you. They ask you everything about you, everything about like every, everything that you do that they feel is like, you know, good for them. Like, yeah. who are you to ask me what like where I work, what I do, how much I make? You know what I'm saying? What I do on this time. Like, who 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 gives somebody else the right to ask somebody them questions? You know what I'm saying? And how do you judge somebody on that? Because I know I know some people that don't have none of that stuff 
Mm-hmm. And they're some of the best people that you'll ever meet in the world. And a lot of people wouldn't give them the time of day sure. just because they can't answer whatever questions that these people have on their own survey of life. Yeah. You know? How, how many, I mean, I'm going to say it, but how many people you think walk by Jabril? Yeah, yeah, like, and don't even know. Like, don't, don't even know. know. And, and exactly they look at him like he's a gypsy. They look at they they look at an American icon like a gypsy every day. Just imagine he, that. <laughs> just he, just, a, yeah. just 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 imagine that. Yep. You know what that man's been through and what he stood for. You know, and and the history that he brings. You know, I, and, I, and people look at him and look at like you know they they looked at Obi Wan Kenobi like he was a crazy old wizard too. Uh-huh. You, you just think <laughs> think about Jabril, right? Him and his friends, all power to him. I salute them all. Just imagine the things they did was heard all over the world. Just a, a, just imagine a, what it took to yeah. do it. Just yeah. imagine what just imagine knowing everything that was gonna happen. Like you have to like just imagine this is what we're gonna do. And this is what we're gonna endure. Like, get ready for it. Like, like, you know what I'm saying, man? Like, how do you hype yourself up for that? You know? And and, and they did it within an hour, probably an yeah. hour and a half. That's what they did it. And come up with this decision. Two hours maybe, you know, and just did it. And and so but that takes balls, bro. It sure does. <laughs> And you know what I'm saying, man? That's that, you know, but I guess that's what it, you know, you have to have some cojones to be an icon like that. Yeah. You know, man, some, sometimes, man, you have to, you know, you, you, you have, you have to put your back to the test and, and do the things that you have, you know, who, who, who knew he was going to like change what, what he changed, you yep. know, and they were just fighting for their rights. Yep. You know, Something. you understand what I'm saying? They was fighting for their rights. Like all these people, like a lot of people go through bullshit every day. You understand what I'm saying, man? Mm-hmm. And 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 they and they and they look at certain things like it's so so hard, Charlie. Like it's extremely hard. But like, there's a lot of people that sacrificed a lot of shit, bro, mm-hmm. to get us where we're at right now. And like, and and we have to move it forward. Like, and it's it's not too long ago. You know, it's it's these things are happening in my lifetime. You know, and and we're only a few generations removed yeah. from Jim Crow, bro. Yeah. Like and, you understand what I'm saying? It's not even it's not even been that long. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and we're still fighting certain fights that certain people don't don't feel like it's um, relevant for them. Yeah. You know, certain certain moods that that people have. Um, that that are caused by years and years of you know being put down and being let down and you know and, and not you know but you know that 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 changes over time though you know sure we have does. to we have to there's a lot of people that's fighting a good fight man well i know one of the things that does happen change things around here um and you you can't um I'm gonna backtrack. I'm gonna leave that alone for now. Nah, go ahead, man. Which, what, go ahead. What, what, what. Some, in this area, 
the best thing to happen to some people that are ignorant, don't have understanding, is when their children grow up. When their children grow up, whether it be male or female, and now they have a biracial grandkid. Uh-huh. And I've seen that change a lot of my friends. Um, because I was kind of suspect about them, and then I've, I've seen some of their grandkids come into the world and and being of, you know, now, now they're, they're, they're a biracial kid. And so all your, your, your dumb thinking has to go out the door because of something that you have that's part of your family tree now. It, ma- it makes me laugh. That shit makes me laugh, Charlie. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I see a lot of people like that, and I'm like, look at you with your black baby in the mall now. You know, it changes a lot, man. When yeah. when when it's in your when it's in your when it's in your house, mm-hmm. and, and and you have someone that you care about that has to go through things. Yeah. You know, you you see a, you see a lot of difference, man. When mm-hmm. you know can't be can't be part of that certain clique to kind of. Rid of you and talk about some other some other folks. Um, that shit's over. Over, yeah. <laughs> because some I people mean, still do it. Yeah. And, some people uh, would still do it. Come on, man. It. Like you know, because you know some some you know, like you know. Yeah, you have to look at how like I come from a diverse a diverse family. Like my yep. my family is very diverse. Didn't get that way at first. It got diverse. Like I come, I look at a lot of families around here. Now, you know, they're they're all intermingled and intertwined and you know, put together and you, you see a lot of different cultures coming out of a lot of a lot of families now. And um um you know, you you love who you love first of all. Second of all, um it, it it's good to actually un- like have an understanding, you know, want to have an understanding for the mm-hmm. other side. Like now you have to want to have the understanding for the other side because now that directly affects you. Like when it don't directly affect you, it's it's you know you can fight for the cause and you can be like you know what I'm saying when you want to when you're around certain people when you want to do certain things, but like you know when it's directly affects you, it's a whole different it's a whole different effect, you know. But there's you know it, but it's 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 a change coming. There's a change coming in the city, like how how it's being gentrified and and how things are going on with that too. Like there's there's so many different. Um, Different changes coming. I, I think that we have to be more aware of of, of different things and um, got to keep paying attention. You know, pay attention. Have- like we don't pay. We pay attention to the to the to the wrong things. I think yeah. that we're not paying attention to the things that are really gonna take shape and and take change. Like not everybody. Like some people really do, but like for the masses, like they're more worried about who Aaron Rodgers are gonna sign with. Uh-huh. Or or what this person's gonna do, or what this celebrity's gonna do that has no care about what's going on in their backyard. That's like they don't know how guess. much how much property is gonna go up once this comes, and how much this is gonna happen when this comes, and how much this is getting trying to get thrown up over here, or this is trying to get done up over here. That's gonna directly affect you and directly affect your people, and then you're gonna go on Facebook and complain about it, and yeah. you never did the one on it. To understand like this was coming and you know and you know we pay attention to so many things on on this social media that we don't use it to pay attention to the things that 
that are directly affecting us, you know? I, um, how do you, let me see. I mean, we had COVID, so that COVID just put us in a whole little, I mean, taught us a lot, a lot of things, you know. I was a lot of things. I sat in my seat three times. I sat in the chair the other day. It was like cracking. <laughs> it, was, it was cracking. It was cracking, dog. <laughs> had, that, had that old, had that old leather coat in the, that in old the leather uh, coat. Closet. I felt like I was in Duke and Duke yeah, when I first walked in there. I felt like Eddie Murphy when he walked in with uh, to trade him places. <laughs> hey. Who, where, where'd I, um, that's absurd when he started throwing all the stuff in his pockets and tried to throw everything in his drawer. I felt like I was Eddie. <laughs> I, I can't even, um, oh, I know where it was from. DJ Franchise, you know, he, he made a comment about, uh, on his show and he was saying that, um, because you mentioned Eddie Murphy, so this kind of triggered a thought. Yeah, he said that, um, that. Eddie Murphy wasn't that first guy for Beverly Hills Cop. And the person that was going to play that was Sylvester Stallone. Can you picture Sylvester Stallone playing Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley? Yeah. What, what about singing Roxanne? How's that going to come out? <laughs> Please, Sylvester, come on. Yo, hey, listen, I'm, man. So, um, so Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone and, and if he was Beverly Hills Cop, it would have never made it. Eddie no, Murphy, Eddie Murphy was the king of that genre, oh, like the king of that genre. Like, come on, forty-eight hours, like yeah. trading, trading places. Come awesome. on, trading places was the was the joint, man. Like Eddie Murphy, the Golden Child. Come on, man, he couldn't. Sylvester Stallone couldn't hang with that. No, and uh, but that that was Axel Foley. My cousin Angie used to have a car. We used to call her Axel Foley because she had a car like the car he had in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> we should be like, here comes Axel Foley. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all had different cars in our family. Just imagine how, yo, you know how many people got nicknames for all kind of nicknames, Charlie? Like, yo, that you just see because they did one thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yo, that's your nickname. Like, <laughs> you did one. That's your nickname forever now. Like, you just, a, you just get it. There's a few people in the city called Spanky. I mean, you know. Got a white spanky, got a black spanky. You got a white and a black spanky. I remember Spank used to hate that name. Spank Paul Pimp yeah. used to call him that, yeah. and then mm-hmm. that was his. Then that was his name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know Paul Pimp, the the Westlawn talk. Spanky, yeah. spanky. Yeah. That's that's the old Westlawn Boys Club talk. We had like our own language. Like the Boys Club back in the days was was um it it, it was, was crazy. You know what I'm saying, man? That that's that's it it, it was um it, it it was everything that you wanted. Like if 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 kids this day went to the boys club back then, if kids mm-hmm. right now, if the boys club members, if we was like all like there'd be charges brought up on the boys club and they it'd make national news. Not yeah. not for bad stuff, but like the things that they call bullying now, like we did this on a daily basis and it wasn't like bad that we did it to each other. No. Like we wasn't like, he's bullying me. Like this was, you know, like the dogging sessions and then like the game rooms. Like I remember the older guys had like a wake for chili, like in, in the senior room. Like it, it was, it, it, it was so, 
you know, it, it, it was so off the wall. And, and between Mr. V and my Uncle Rob and, you know, Lenny Ramis coming in with a three-piece suit every day. Like, you know, <laughs> he's coming in with a suit. Bobby's wearing sweats. Mr. V had his khakis on with his shirt, with his sweater tucked in. You know what I'm saying? With that whip, ready to smack somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. You had you had you had classics. You had a young Sucre Ray Ray working out there. You know what I'm saying? This was before the Jason Pies years. You know, mm-hmm. you had Jimmy Sweets and all of them, Danny Dice. They was uh, Jimmy and Danny and all of them. Those are Joe Varela. Those are guys that were all in the gym. Like just imagine that. Those were guys that were all in the gym, right? Uh work Ricky Gonzalez, Ricky, like yeah. all them guys, Frank. Frank spied for years. I never seen Frank fight, but Frank spied for years. Uh, but anyway, did. right? So you had, all dudes, you had all them dudes in, in, in there. And then you got, like, you know, you have an older crew. You know, you had Flea and Stephen Wynn and, you know, Billy Ash and, and Stevie Weakman and Double Decker. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, man? You had you had another crew that was above and um all, all them dudes will be up. John Thomas, like you know, you had a lot of cats that was that was fun. And the boy, the boys' club was Marcus Chumick and all them dudes. Like we had like a lot of fun people that went. And at my age, we had like Shriek and JoJo and Ruru and T. Like you had every good eye. Like it seems like every good eye had kids at that year because mm-hmm. they was all in there at one time. And then you know, it was Scotty Waugh and Corey Rose and all them guys. You know, Mudfoot and like Fufu, like Cos Nate Victor will tell you, Cosmic Kyle and all them people, yep, man. Yep. Like we had um we 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 had like fun fun, like fun, fun, like you know, Corey yeah. Caban, like you know, man, there was a kid Louie, like it'd be it, yo, like everybody from the boys club remembers the chant Louie sucks. And Louis would sit up there every time and get up and try to prove that he didn't suck, man. And it'd be a gym full of kids on a summer. Yo, the bleachers would be packed. Like it was, it was mobbed in them summer days, man. And, and you go to some fun and you and you get in a and 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 you get in that uh that wolf ball game. And Louis up over there. He got on his Greater New Bedford gear and he's over there wiggling that bat in a hole. Gyms, it's, it felt like thirty thousand people were saying, mm-hmm. "Ooh, we sucks." <laughs> we, we was mean, yeah. like we had names and you know nicknames, and and Robbie would give out nicknames, and you know, and and it's- it stuck with you. And but but these were the those were the guys that that you go and you play football against, wiffle ball against, uh, table tennis. To this day, me and Sharik like play. Like it's on site when we see each other. It's like AC Ducey. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a bumper pool table, we're gonna play bumper pool. Yep. Like there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Like you know we as we you know we had shoot straight on Saturdays. Um, we had Anna Rye and you know Miss B. Like you know, but that whole crew that came out of it, like championships came out of the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. Like great athletes came out of the Boys Club from that era. Like the best athletes in the series, like for a certain era, all were boys club kids. Yeah, that's a I, fact. I definitely like. I mean, I talked about it with Robbie, and um, you know, I like that Wall of Fame um, 
around the boys club. What? Yeah, but the real people on the Hall of Fame ain't even on that wall. Those yeah. are just people that graduated college, like the yeah. Hall of Famers. They should have the other. They should have the oh, yeah, real the, Hall the, of Famers. Uh, the, the other wall. <laughs> they should just have pictures, no names, yeah. no diplomas, what school they came from, just pictures of them at certain times in the club. Jimmy Black, cats like that, like yo, mm-hmm. like you would go back, like those are those are those are all club, those are all, you know, boys club kids that that graduated and and this that those are all kids to be proud of, like you know what I'm saying, to look up to, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Okay. There's not there's not a lot of like there's like they went to the boys club. There's not a lot of people that like was in the boys club in the boy like you know a lot of people I'm talking about like the boys club was our second house yeah. for years. Like and then when they got a hot dog machine in there, that was it. <laughs> shit turned into the dog mill, bro. Like That's with it. some celery salt. Like Mr. V put us on to like something else with the Virginia Dare bottles. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. We didn't have to go home. That's <laughs> it. Us, you got my, hold on. Wait, you brought supper? Yeah, <laughs> you brought supper here. Yeah. I'm never leaving. Moms, aunties, anybody were giving you money just to eat that hot dog so you wouldn't come home, you know? Oh, them steamers, man. Yo, but back in the days, you can go outside for 11, 12 hours. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, your parents wouldn't have to look at you because going back to what we first talked about, and this goes all the way back to what we first talked about, and you would do that all the time, right? But you, because you had respect. You had respect for your neighbors. You had community looking out for you. You had people looking out for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you would leave the house. Uh, how many times you leave the house for twelve hours? Like you worked, like 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 you like you worked for Eversource overnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you be no caught. Yeah. Yo, like you be in trouble for going in the house. What are you doing in the house? Get outside. Yeah, get outside. Like, get outside. What are you doing in here? Get outside. Walk in the house when when moms is uh watch washing the kitchen floor and then you were done. You know. You go in there when the stories are wrong. You walk in somebody's <laughs> house when their stories are wrong. What do you do? You better get out of here while Victor Newman is up over here romancing everybody <laughs> in Genoa City. <laughs> Dude is still doing it, man. Victor still Newman's still a pimp after all these years. He was a pimp oh, yeah. when I was six. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like, um, Love it. Like, get, get in the middle of them stories? Come on, man. Like, she, like... Uh, we, I seen the Hall of Famer uh, yesterday, uh, Willie Pierce. Still yo, wi- yo, yo, Woofer, yo, mm-hmm. yo, Woofer is um, Woofer is good with me. You know what I'm saying, yeah. man. Woofer is good with me. Like I just sometimes you just have to throw him a couple other bucks and just be like, get away from it, like stop yeah. it, like you know. But people don't understand how nasty he was in sports. Oh, I remember yeah. this guy coming to my house in Potter Street. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, you know, when when he was young, when they always used to play for uh, St. Lawrence with my dad, my dad used to take me, like, to the games at CYO. Remember the OLOA and St. Lawrence games back in the day? How yep. good they were? That, yep. Those were some good – that was some good ball, man, with Duran Watkins and all them play for thing. And OLOA had a bolt too, man. Like, that that was some of the best games that I've seen. But, but, like, getting back to that, Willie, like, you know, Willie was a great athlete, man. Sure was, he. People, uh, Willie was a uh, yo. Willie's still a good dude, man. Yeah, he is. And, he's and still looking, is. when you peel back that onion, man, he still got that good soul in there, man. He just, yeah. he just and like they, a lot of people that got caught up in our in, in in our city, man. Like you know, it's sad, bro. Yeah, but I just, I just want everybody out there that's listening and viewing. Uh, you know, when you see Willie out there, have some sympathy for him. 
you know. He's, Willie was nasty, man. Like I, I, I tell kids about him all the time because when they look at him and I say, "Yo, like," <clears throat> he was nasty. Yeah. And I, and I, and I said one thing happened to him. You know, one it takes once. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one. You know, I I grew up around legend. Mike Berglund was nasty. Like, you know what I'm saying, man? Like these are these are legends I grew up around. I got I got to I, I got to grow up in an era where like even when they was older and, and still playing, like I didn't know how old they were. They had they couldn't have been too old, like Brother R and them dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, man? Like they be chilling on, on Cedar Street under the tree, and then they be at the park, like hooping. Like I thought it was second nature to like drink beers during the day, chill out in the summer, <laughs> and then hoop all night. Like when you know we got to doing that, like and I didn't realize like it wasn't really that good for you, but we didn't care because we was killing cats. That um, that was that was what we saw. Like we saw like good athletes like that that you know and 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 you look at it like this too, right? So many kids now, they're going to prep school and they're doing things. Imagine if people worried about what classes kids took back in them days. If, mm-hmm. if everybody was just like, like a lot of kids that were nasty, they wasn't in great classes in high school True. to end up doing like college work to like go on and be successful in college afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so a lot of people that are stars, like the stars that, you know, that everybody talks about, man, like they didn't, nobody did anything for the afterwards. Like the guys that went to college and did good stuff, they was going to do good stuff anyway. You know what I'm saying, man? And like guys I look, used to look up to was like, um, every, like everybody, like I look yeah. at it like guy, like Todd, like Todd, this race, like, mm-hmm. come on, Todd, like that's West Lawn projects, right? There. Yeah. Toddy, like Toddy, was always like the coolest cat. He come over and be. We go over Auntie Edie's house, me and Vernon. You know what I'm saying, man? And you see my Todd? Yep. <laughs> you see my Todd? <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, man? We be up over there. My Nana, my Auntie Fran, my Auntie Edie. Like you know, and and Todd and and Robbie were, were tight. You know, man. And so he always be around. That was like family, bro. Like you know, and, and you grow up around these people and. You call their their mom, their nana's auntie, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and and the respect that you have to the point where like you look at them like they're, you know, that they are your family. Fuck, like you know what I'm saying, man. Yeah. You can't say they're not. Like shit, you grew up all that time and you spent all that time around you, and they could whoop your ass. You're mm-hmm. my family. Like nobody else could do that to you. True. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man. And you know, I got hit by many people in uh, community, bro. You had a community. Yeah, yeah it's uh. And it wasn't like your family wasn't known. Yeah, it just you couldn't. I didn't. You know, imagine you talking back to the elders now. Like I had a kid talk back to me at a basketball game today. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine talking back mm-hmm. to like Big Rudy Bolga. Yeah, at like eight years old and telling him to shut up. Like what? Yeah, like some of the coaches that you had back then, like. My uncle Jojo, and my uncle mm-hmm. jo- you told my uncle, my uncle Jojo would have picked you up and punted you out of there, you know. Yeah. And guys like that didn't get in trouble back in yeah. the days. They just, you know, they just be like, "Oh, well, football ain't for you." I was in the gym with Jojo, and uh, but I had Jojo and my uncle David, so it was either one or the other going to hit it me. Was, it was one or the other, right? It yeah. was it was like one or the other. Like I saw it. my uncle Joe was like. You know, my uncle, my uncle Joe was like my father. 
You know what I'm saying, man? Like, when my father wasn't really around, like, my Uncle Joe did every, everything that I needed to do, like, my Uncle Joe did for me. Yeah. It's, uh... Like, yeah. Like, like, but, like, my Uncle Joe also was, like, the one that he used to, like, they used to be like, hey, how do you get Derek to sleep all the time? Because he'd take me on a smoke ride when I was, like, three. You know what I'm saying? Fish bowl to con. I come back knocked out, and then I want to wake up eating everything. They'd be like, oh, Joe, you're so good with him. You always get him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's, um... But but he took, me to my, you know, he took me to my first concert. I bought tickets to take my father to a concert because my father never took me, but I, I bought I wanted to go see a concert, man. And and my and nobody, my father. I I thought if I bought the ticket for him, he'd take me, and he didn't take me. So JoJo took me. JoJo had the time of his life, man, because he was up and they smoking and drinking, and they was partying. This is the '80s, bro. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Providence Civic Center. And you got, you know, you got LL, and you got Big Daddy Kane, and you got you know, Slick Rick the Ruler. You know, you EPMD like. Like he's like what? And we, I had good tickets. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, you know, I, I worked that summer job. You know, you work them summer jobs and you save up your money. Like you know, you you save up for the school clothes and stuff. You know, I would take twenty five dollars out for the week, man, so I can get five cheese pizzas at Salonica's, yep. like for my lunch every day. So you know what I'm saying? Let's get that corner table, sit in the corner near the window, just well, chill out, man, man. Go chill out, man. Be me, Sharik, Demar. Like you know, you you know, we we probably yo sometimes we share a large ham and cheese sub and cut it into like four pieces. You yeah. ever doing that with your friends? Like only having mm-hmm. a couple of bucks, and when you're small and stuff, be like, yo, let's go get a sub. We ain't got enough, but we got enough together, you know. And 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 you'd be pissed off if you get the edges. <laughs> we- <laughs> you yeah, there was edge. nothing there. You get the edge. You get all that bread, yeah. all that crunchy bread. You probably get like three strands of. Lettuce, like a, like a miniature Portuguese pot, you know. That's a Portuguese yeah, pot. Wow. Like, damn, See, give me some cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Used to like going on County Street, uh, uh, Lucalos down there, in the county and division on that way. You know, I remember the, that. Yeah, it, I remember that. That was way down window. there. Yeah, yep. Lucalos. I yo and um, Minerva's was when we was Minerva's, up by uh, you know that yeah. way, but Minerva's down on Union Street, man. And and then when they got Miss Pac-Man there, like they got what? <laughs> you know crazy. what I'm saying? Miss Pac-Man later to asteroids and all this other stuff. And Yo, they have Miss Pac-Man in the pizza barn across the street from the front. Man, they had the sit-down joint where you can put your pizza right there. You can put your fanner. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your your um. Your Manhattan soda. Remember the Manhattans? Yes. You go there, go get them Manhattans, man. And then, yo, man, my thing was 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 always to get. Hey, can you imagine? You get that big old bottle. That ninety nine cent big ass bottle. Yeah, right. man. Now you, they're selling the cans for a dollar. They're like selling crazy. the cans for a dollar, man. It was like, yo, you get it for like eighty nine cent. You get that big fruit punch mm-hmm. and them lemon limes, yo. Like them lemon <laughs> limes and that fruit punch tastes so different. That combinated, ugh. Delicious. That was some of the most delicious soda you ever have, man. I got used in, to... You go get one of them burritos from Sweets. You go get one of them frozen burritos from Sweets. Mm-hmm. Throw it up in the microwave, man, with a you know them hot joints, and then you and then you throw it up in there, man. You get one of them Manhattan sodas. Nice. 
some chips, some munchos. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, So there's one thing I want to say is that this, um, you know, this time you and I talking is I wish it was happening more often. Um, We got to stop video video and these conversations um, from, you know, you and I and, and many other people, you know, uh, I seen Ross Grace with um, a picture of Dr. Waters and, you know, we got to put that man on video and let him just talk his stories and, and people praise him, or not praise him, whatever it may be, you know, but he was good for the, for the school. Tell you this, man, I saw that, I saw that man, not to cut you off, I saw that man one day, we was in a bar um, I sat down and, and he said, Mr. Baptiste. And, and this is before I was a city council. And we're sitting there and I, I bought him a drink and I said, man, thank you. I didn't know then. I yeah. didn't, as mad as I was, I didn't know them. Connie is a, Connie was a, Connie was a whole different world in itself. True. True. Connie was. was a, Connie was a cult, bro. When I was up in there, yeah. like Connie, Connie was the, Doing different Connie was, things. Connie know? was the joint, bro. If you was from the front, you went to Connie. If you was from Westlawn, you went to Rodman. And if you lived on Chancery Street, you went to uh what you call it? Around the corner. Hathaway. Hathaway School, yep. man. Like them cats were pissed. Yep. Scotty Watt and Derek Conn and them. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yep. They missed a joint, Jack, and they live right there. And like their neighbor, everybody went to Connie, but them. It seemed like everybody in the whole front went to Connie, except for that unit right there. You 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 end up, you know, getting into the what? school like when the, it was like, brand new. Yo, you, yo, man, yo, we was up in there. I was younger, and so like the the grades above me, man. It was just, it was everybody was there. Like everybody was in school. Like everybody was like everybody that you would want to see, like was there, and you only seen them for like a little bit. You know what I'm saying, man? You don't you don't even understand how much that shapes your life. Like people don't understand how much how much that does to shape your life. You know, man, and, and teachers and people around them, and you know, and 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 every and everybody wants to look at like a lot of things. But um, um, Mr. Waters taught us that it was Black History Month every month, mm-hmm. every month, right? Yeah. And that's when the that's when the bilingual class was all Portuguese kids. Yeah. Yep. It's funny how people like forget that stuff. Like that was you know, that was what, 80, 81, 82, 83, mm-hmm. 84. Like there was like no Spanish kids in the bilingual class. Like the people that were treated like how people how these how these same people that they talk about all these 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 brown people that, that come from you know, Hispanic backgrounds, like they forget like their their fathers and their mothers and their grandfathers were like in them classes that they yeah. were getting treated like that. They were in school. Like, you know, Dr. Waters wouldn't let us treat anybody like that. No. You know, they wouldn't let us treat anybody down or treat anybody like a separate. You know, but they those, you know, those were the Portuguese kids back then. You know, and 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 I look at you know, and that that ties into what we talked about earlier too. And when you, when you look at a lot of stuff on Facebook and a lot of people saying hateful things that moved out of here, I think they forgot what what they went through to and what they had to endure to come up out of the come up out of the mud and make it. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of Portuguese immigrants were the same as a lot of Cape Verdean immigrants, except they had the color. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you know what yep. I'm saying, man. So they got they got brought in a little bit easier. 
because you know it it, it you know with, with New Bedford is such the, the the most Portuguese place in the world. We never had a Portuguese mayor. Yeah. Like you understand what I'm saying, man. So yeah. like you you have to still look how certain people still look at you, like how 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 much volume like how how much volume that speaks, like to certain things and like you know and and it's good to see everybody come up and think and you know these guys are gonna be the same way. These guys are gonna do the same thing and I and they're they're gonna be working for peanuts and they're gonna be working their asses off and next thing you know they're gonna be owning the houses and you mm-hmm. know. And, and moving away, hopefully that they don't forget what they have to endure to get there. So they don't say, look at these people in New Bedford and look how these people in New Bedford are and you sure. know, look at what they did and they coming in here the wrong way and they did everything the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you listen to radio broadcast of uh, Open Line back in the early 80s, you, you would find that a lot of people, a lot of white people were talking about Portuguese people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? it's a... And and you know that that cycle you know but like going back to Connie, we had a lot of you know we it, it could have been that way in Connie and Mr. Waters really uh Mr. Waters really had us in check it, yo it it did, I don't know who put that but it felt like a marine every morning you had to stay in line you had to look forward you had to sit there you know you you would you would take accountability for yourself you would have to take accountability for your friend because you'd get in trouble if that one kid was stepping out of line you would have to grab him by the shoulder and like push him in. To make True. sure your your shoulders were all squared, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, man. And he treats you like, you know, he treat everybody the same, man. He, you know, and you know, it's uh, I mean, he he was making lean on me before lean on me, you know, way before lean on me. He was a yeah. culture in itself. Yeah. He was a subculture in itself, bro. Yeah. Like Doctor Waters, Mister Waters back then, <laughs> kidding me? Yeah. He let you fight. <laughs> you want to fight him that bad? Go right. fight him. You got a couple of minutes. Let's go. Just you and him, though. Not around everybody. You want to go? You want to like you know a lot of, you know, man. And then he give you them that poke. Ooh, nice. that poke. I had shoulder surgery. Two shoulder surgeries. Nothing felt mm-hmm. like that poke from Doctor Waters when I was like eight years old and mm-hmm. I was out of line and he, and, he, and, he, and he sucker poked me. I felt I didn't see it coming. I, it was a sucker poke. It wasn't a sucker punch. It was a sucker poke. Spin you right around. Me. Oh my god, he sucker poke you. You know, and then he yell in your face. Then he get right here and scream at the top of his lungs in your face, lad. That's it. Are you listening to me, lad? Hey. This close to your face early in the morning. At least it wasn't like them teachers that their breasts about like coffee. Remember uh-huh. the teachers that used to try to talk yeah. to you and help you with that math? <laughs> and she'd lean over with that coffee breath and she hit you with that early morning, that funk, that, that coffee. Like, like she didn't even brush her teeth. She just had a cigarette and coffee and she wanted to help you with math. And she leaned over you and she started helping you. And you're like, this. oh. Uh-huh. That's why I didn't like coffee. I smelt it on everybody's yeah. breath so much. I didn't want to drink coffee when I got. I didn't want to have breath like that. You didn't want, didn't want to have that anymore. breath, right? That coffee <laughs> breath. That that teacher. That you know, coffee and mints. Yeah. Coffee and them red and white mints. <laughs> Fufu <laughs> says, "Hey Charlie, he has a lot of stories to tell you, um, to tell too. So don't be afraid to ask him questions." I ain't telling no stories about you, Fufu man. Me and Fufu yeah. had some great time. Bashir cool like cash used to come over, man. He's, we we come over, yo, the, yo, yo, the, the coffee breath, huh, fool? Hey, <laughs> hey, they come over, right? And we go on our boys' club break, 
because in the summer you have breaks from the boys club. So we'd go over and we'd have some like intense basketball games on a seven foot jammer in front of my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. I would sit there and eat two roast beef sandwiches right in front of everybody's face. My <laughs> brother's a big tight. Yeah. So you got peanut butter and jelly. You, say, you Eddie, can't touch roast beef. Doing that Eddie Murphy, you want to lick sight? You want to lick sight? No, nope. and they said, ask food. Food tell you, man. So, yeah, he said, hey, eat that roast beef sandwich. I put it in the microwave too, so the cheese melts over my <laughs> over my fingers. Be like, nah, you should have stood for the lunches. <laughs> you just had lunches. I didn't tell you you can eat. I That's said we're it. playing. You know, I, I, I said we're playing on the summer for jam. I didn't say you was getting food. <laughs> you know, you was lucky if I made you a BLT. You was lucky if you got lunch. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had to be a good friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? For me to for me to fry up some bacon and make a BLT for you. Exactly. Love it. Yeah. Food's on his way. He'll be on the podcast soon. We yeah. had fun. Me and Fool had fun as kids. Cause you know, we had we had a lot to do together because our fathers were running around doing mm-hmm. whatever the hell they wanted to do, not being around us. So <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're around us. They taught us a pitch panties, me, Lyle, fool. But, you know, we're up over Tyrone. Tyrone cried because we took all his pennies. That's nice. Billy Qualls, you have to look at it. That's who my father hung with. Like, I grew up mm-hmm. around. We, we, I grew up in a great. I grew up in a great era. Like, I grew up in a great era. I feel so bad for these kids. Like, they got shitty friends. Like, they don't have no fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not, not saying it like that, but I look at the friends I had, like, how much, like, <laughs> we did. Like, yeah. just. The games that we played, the TV tags, the you know the release games at mm-hmm. night. You know what I'm saying? Remember running around at night? Like people look at the projects as a bad thing, but they they wouldn't see 40 kids running around at night playing release or hide and go seek. Nope. And and you know what I'm saying, man? And you know. we it, it those are good games, you know. And and you didn't have. I mean, you can have some parents out there just sitting, they're watching everybody, you know. Some parents didn't even care. They was out there just chilling. Just chilling, hanging out. When it was time to go in, we went in. You know, there was no streetlights back then. It was, you know, when I call you, when when I'm tired of seeing you outside, when (laughs) when I'm ready for you in the house, you can come in. And that's usually when they call you in. That's when you don't want to go in. That's when all the good (laughs) shit's happening. Everything's about to go down, and you want me to come in the house now. You didn't look at. You didn't look for me for 13 hours today. (laughs) <laughs> we went 13 hours and you didn't give a shit about me. Now everybody's out here and they're ready to play the same game, doing the same thing. And you want to call me in the house? You're the worst parent ever. <laughs> Remember that getting called in at the worst time yeah. when there was a game? Like when there, when there was a game, just like when everything started getting juicy, you was the one God. to get called in first. Oh my God. Get called in, then you got to run up to your room just so you can see everybody playing out there. Just so you see everybody playing outside of me. <laughs> Pissed. I want to just throw water on people. I used to do that at the front. I used to get water and just throw the water on the court because they wouldn't pick me. Because I was too young. They said I was too young. So I used to just take water and put it on the court and be like, yo, somebody's going to slip and break their ankle. If I can't play, you're going to break your ankle. Like, I'm, I'm going to ruin something somehow. You ruined my day. You ruined everything about my day. So I'm ruining your day. I'm ruining your runs. Nice. You know, and that's when cats used to play with jean shorts on, and Africa Joe used to climb the climb the pole with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? No, the worst thing that ever happened to the front is is the first basketball court they put out there. How they crazy. put it up with with 
You couldn't if you had first if, if, if you had first game, you mm-hmm. couldn't see going going um uh, to Chantry Street East, right? Oh, east. Right. Nah, nah, nah. Street. When, when up, you had that up. game, yo, yo, when you play, like so when you start, when you start, you can't see going up Cedar, but it wasn't so bad because it was going towards Chantry. But when you went on that way, man, going towards Chantry Street, yo, check this out. They had the park. They had a fence. They had a big fence, right? And in the yep. middle of the opening, they had a tree. Remember when they did? Do you remember when they had the big tree in the middle of the <laughs> yes. fence? Yeah. Like, how do you have an opening to the park, but you have a big tree in the big middle of the there. opening to the to the park? That's folks. That's original, like United yeah. Front stuff. Like that stuff, like you know, with the tunnels and the tunnels smell like piss and beer, and you can go through mm-hmm. and see Ivan Lloyd and and Neil Ferg and them guys, Shamrock. You know what I'm saying, man? Uh-huh. You know. The crash crew up over there on, on, on Court Street, and you had a lot of guys, man. You know, Paul Rosario will tell you all that stuff, man. Oh, like, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? About it all man? the time. Juan Rat and all them cats. Like, and then you go to Westlawn and you had the Wild Kingdom. It was a whole nother, it was a whole nother world. Then you go down South End and it'd be a whole nother world. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like they have the same, it's like a it's like flip. They have like the same type of OGs, but it's a whole different Bay Village was like a whole different feel when you go down yeah. to the park and you go down. Like, because it was all in that one stretch. So instead of it being, like, over here and over here, like, because a lot of people was in Ben Rose early, like, and then I remember stopped going around there really a lot when, like, Tion and them moved up west because we used to go down there for Minga and and, yep. and 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 they used to have their little, Tilly used to have her, her Halloween parties and we used to go up over there over Nit Nit and Tilly's house, you know? <laughs> Nitnit, yeah, yeah. How many, brought up, how many people brought up Nitnit on your podcast so far? Nitnit, man. Oh. Yo, Remember it, Nikki? Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Nikki saying with my uncle brother, tough. Like, my uncle brother loved Nitnit. Like, loved Nitnit. Like, it was crazy because, like, I had, like, my family was so West End but so South End at the same time. You know, you know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. my like my cousins, when they moved up West, they a lot of them still hung down South End. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, man? The Fergusons, yeah. like Blaine and Royce, and you know, even Tyrone, and like even like, you know, David and you know Dougie and all that, man. Like they still like was, uh, uh, a, a big part of 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 what's going on. Like, and, that's and, where and Robbie that's, grew up too. You know? Yeah, that's that's where my father grew up in Bay yep. Village. Like my uncles, my grandparents, my mother, my grandmother would tell me all the time, and my grandmother loved Bay Village. Yeah. Like all her best friends were still in Bay Village, so she would always go. Every Saturday, we go over Auntie Julie's to go get some manchu. You know what I'm saying, man? Because mm-hmm. she made bomb manchu. You know, um, Alan's mother, and um, and and I would go out there and just go play with the kids because it'd be second nature to go out there. You know, for her to go visit all her friends on a Saturday. Like I remember going into the bomb shelter, like and having soda and chips. Like, remember when you like your parents yeah. would like be like, "I'm I'm over here, like come in." And you sit down and you play the jukebox and you have a soda and you sit down and listen to people talk and you know what I'm saying, man. You can go into a bar and not feel like yo, we, we, <laughs> no, like kids, kids around here are idiots. They yeah. kids nowadays are idiots because they have so much more to do and they screw it all up. Yeah. We had so little things and we had like we could go to the store and buy cigarettes at like six <laughs> yeah. with a note. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Like we had 
Like we did, you know, we had we had so many chances to do like so many people like you wonder why like so many things happen but like a lot of people had to a lot of chances to do way worse stuff than what they did mm-hmm. and they didn't like I mean, a lot of these kids right now are coddled like for so long and given everything for so long and then they turn over to something different and then they act like the, you know like like you just have it so good like you a don't mess it up like you know we, I remember my aunt. Taking me, she's telling me, go to the store, go get her cigarettes. You know, give me 55 cents. It later went to 65 cents. Go in there, get the cigarettes, bring them back home. And, uh, and just, you know, it was crazy. I mean, now, you know, you can't, you, you can't, you can't, can't do, that. do that. Like, you, you go to Paramount, they sold, they sold hard liquor in the back of Denmark's pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Like, had, that um, was, that was Chuck's. <laughs> That was Chuck's Liquors before Chuck's Liquors was Paramount. You know what remember, I'm saying, uh, man? And, and you go in there, man, and, and you know, you're trying to buy, like, a pink ball so you can play Spud in some uh-huh. in some, in some Twizzlers. And, you know, Paul yeah. Pimp's in the back buying a, a half pint. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, oh, man? man? And, and, and they're out there, like, you know. I wish. wish I could talk to him right now, man. Paul was... It was... Man, you know what, man? Like growing up and seeing a lot of people, right, from the West End and South End, like playing for Mister for Mister Brittle stuff when he had the Wee Jam shirts, and 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 being able to be lucky enough to, you know, be accepted as a New Bedford brother to be down South End mm-hmm. and and be hanging with cats like you know that you seen play football when you was young, like Raymond and Aaron and. You know, yeah. you you know, you you know all these cats because they hung with your cousins or they know your family, and you know you've been around them since little kids, and it's so second nature. And they don't even look at you like you're from like South End or West End. We don't even look yeah. at each other nope. like we're from the South End or the West End. We just, so true. you know, what I'm saying because we have so many memories of doing so many things with each other. Like you know, some people have problems with that. Me, I look at these cats like, you know, going over to my cousin Chad's house playing. You know, playing Madden and stuff like, oh, you got the new Madden, Chad. Be like, come down here, come down here, Chad. Chad. <laughs> you know, Chad. You know, what I'm saying we go down Vi's house, the little yellow house and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're fighting, we're playing. You know, what I'm saying, man, like, you know, good memories. It's, it's just it, you just see a lot of families and you see a lot of your friends. You know, that ain't here no more, locked up and stuff. I remember going to like Wayne and Baby's house and just hearing them fight and argue, like seeing the. Like it was, it was crazy. Me and Sadiq used to laugh at that stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? But these are like, this is the family. Like, my cousins are our team and our team. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ! Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you, yo, you grow up around so many eclectic people. Yeah. Like, how do you not become a character? How do you not like, you know? And 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 you see so much hardship, but then you make different friends. Like, you go to Keith, and you know, when I when I was hanging with Keith, I you know, I I got to hang with like. Good friends that were like, you know, good, good, like white friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and you go hang in different areas, man, and, and you hang out with these kids and you're like, hold on, wait. These are just like the kids I hang with, except they just have the means, you know, True. but they still have the same attitude. And I'm still like, you know, we're still people. And we still look out for each other. Like, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of like, you know, when, when, when you see real, like there was no color barriers. No, like, not at you all. know, and 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 you know, a lot of that shit helped me become a city council, bro. 
Like, honestly, like, you know, you do so much in your community. You know, you, you coach baseball and soccer and basketball. And, you know, I, you know, you know, my stepdaughter had me coaching a bunch of little girls. And, you know what I'm saying? For soccer, I never, you know, I never had a group of, like, just, just females. And you yeah. have to learn different things. And, you know, you, you know, you have different people in different backgrounds. And then you see them kids grow up. And um, you, you say, you know, you, you had a, you know, I had a penny in that dollar. Like, you know, I'm, it's, it's good to have a penny in some people's dollars, True. you know, and, and you get to see so much and you get to be around so much. And, and you know, they, they give it they give it back to you. They don't always give it back to you, you know, when you want it, but they'll give it back to you when you need it. You know, Eventually, yeah, you know? come around. except if they you know, don't want to pay for something. I seen uh <laughs> I mean, the years that I was at Keith and just being there and, um, you know, uh, all the things that I did interact with, with with young folks, even the parents, you know, it's, it's all come, it's all coming now, you know, it's coming now that their, their parents, those students and our parents, you know, and then, you know, I talked to, you know, the grandmothers and and they just, you know, you kind of, just talk and relate, you know, and, and those memories are, are kind of, they were the highlight in my career being there at Keith Middle School. It must, and, it uh, must, a, a lot of stuff must have been hard for you though, Charlie, being a cop. Not just saying about that with Keith Middle School, not to cut you off, but like, yeah. remember how cats used to be like, yo, like they be drinking and then they see a cop, they'd be like, 5 0, they'd be like, oh, it's Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, you, you it know was... what I'm saying, man? Like, they, not, not disrespectfully, but like they felt like a little bit more comfortable because they knew who, you know, but they had so much respect for you. Like the guys, like we all had so much respect for you. You know what I'm saying? Being a cop, like it was, it was, I don't like, it was different for like you, maybe like yeah, Uncle Fergie and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like the respect was different for you. Yeah. They, I think the pressure that, especially with Uncle Fergie and all them guys, you know, they, they had a overwhelming pressure back then that, uh, was within the building and uh you, you it, it was real difficult to be kind of there wasn't be, many uh, brothers back then no no and you you really you really had to toe the line because you know it was so easy to let you go you know and uh so they had so much pressure back then you know where you know when i came on you know those dudes did all the fighting and 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 got us a lot of protections later on, you know, so, you know, the police officer coming on then, you know, when I came on, you could actually be, you can have your own discretion. You can be that person to go in and out of the community and talk to people and just be your own little sheriff, you know, in your own community. But I, I didn't take a lot of things too disrespectful. I mean, there was one incident where, you know, somebody threw something at my own personal car and that, that kind of pissed me off because, um, you know, I'm saying, why are you throwing a rocket at my car? You know, um, you know, especially I'm trying to help you not get a case, you know, I'm yeah. trying to help you, you know, uh, be ahead of the game instead of getting a case and, and, and worrying about it because, um, but anyways, you know, I'm very proud, very happy that I did it, but I'm very glad that I'm gone. You know, I'm glad I'm not there any longer. And, um, only because, uh, the way I was taught to police, I can't do it now. 
there's no way I could be able to do it now. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, D, I, I just want to, I, I definitely want this to be another, I want us to have another podcast. And, Let's and, do it, man. And and, and like I said, I'm 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 starting my stuff up, and it's 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 you know it's the, it's it's the podcast about everything and nothing at all. True. Then, <laughs> so that's that's what my podcast is. It's the podcast mm-hmm. about everything and nothing at all. It's I mean, just I, I you know, talked to Foo and I told him, look, you come on and you just do what you want, say what you want, and really say, you know, what's on your mind and um. That's what I'm trying to get out of this podcast, along with, you know, highlighting people. Me, um, I just like to have fun, Charlie. You know yeah. how I am, man. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about so many things that, um, you know, it gets kind of bogged down with what you do. Um, but but it's good to just have a free conversation and be who the hell you are True. sometimes and let people see who, who you really are and what you do. And, you know yep. what I'm saying? Let, let, let them in for a little bit, um, you know. Because, because you look at it right, even being like a counselor, man, I'm, I, I live here. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I've always lived here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have the same, I have the same problems as everybody else. True. Like, yeah. and 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 so many people will be like, oh, like you know, I, I know what you're talking about, because I have these problems. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this issue. Like, I understand. Like, that's why it makes it so easy to listen to. But then going back to being a coach all these years and dealing with parents this way and dealing with a lot of, you know, some some really winners that you have to deal with over the years, man, it makes you understand what you what what, what you do it for. You know, and and you know, I, I, I think everybody that helped me out and, and gave me an idea and gave me um gave gave me a chance and you know what I'm saying, man? And gave me some knowledge and wisdom and, and dropped some knowledge on me. You know? Um I, I think I think everybody that uh that um let me be me. Let me be free. Let me mm-hmm. let me be me. You know, I you know, Ross Grace didn't know how to do basketball, so he called me in to start the Connie stuff. Next yeah. thing you know, with you know, we got something really good brewing. You know what I'm saying, man? And and he he, you know, got that ball rolling. You know, I've been doing summer basketball now for nineteen years. Nineteen years, bro. Mm-hmm. Nineteen years. Like I've been doing this for nine nineteen. Gotta you love it. it. It's 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 tough, you know, and as much as you do, like, you know, and um it's hard. It gets harder every year, man, you know. And and a lot of and a lot of, um, I got turned down a lot of times with this, and and not believed in, in a lot with this, and I did it for nothing, like almost nothing, man. Like you know, people didn't understand like all the money that we used to get. Yo, know, I I could have made so much money off of doing this stuff, man, and I didn't, bro. Like, and so many people look at me like you know, like I'm an idiot for not doing so. But like even back then when I did it at like United Front, like I would send the whole projects to Ottawa's, mm-hmm. like the whole. F- like the whole fucking neighborhood to Ottawa's, bro. And that's a big ticket. That's a, like, that's that's money, a big man. ticket. So all the money that I had, man, I would give back to all the kids in the neighborhood and, yeah, and send buses up there, Celtics games. Ask the kids, man, the parents and stuff. All these kids vote now. Mind you that. Nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All these kids vote now. Mind you that. All right? Nice. Yeah. And, I, and, I wish. And, and, I wish. And, and, and these guys, you know, 
the the days we used to go up to to water was the days we used to go to water country and get the buses and go to water country and go to the hall of fame and go to the Celtics games like you know what I'm saying man and like the the trips the moments the cookouts um um the ups and downs yeah. you know um and then I look at guys like I said man I look at my guy like Mike you know what I'm saying, man? A lot of stuff happened out of tragedy. Like, this dude's been through so much stuff, man, so many tragedies. Like, a lot of stuff happened when his brother died. Like, his brother yeah. saved somebody. You know what I'm saying? Incident early in the day, something else happens. You know, his brother got shot saving a kid. Yeah. And saving I- a kid. I was parked in the spot where right before they all went, every, we, me and Phil just had left to go pick up Robin, his sister. Mm-hmm. And when we pulled out, it was right there. Yeah, we, and I was like, you know, like, and and then you look at certain times in your life where where it could have been you because you were sitting right there, and mm-hmm. stuff happens and and things happen to you, and you're like, wow, like I'm so fortunate to be here. Yeah, I'm so fortunate tough. that I didn't get hooked on drugs. I'm so fortunate that I didn't hang with certain crews and didn't get locked up and do certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm so fortunate that I said that I, you know, that I that I I, I went this way when I could have went that way. I'm so fortunate that some of the things that I've done, I never got caught for. Like, you understand what I'm saying? You look at things, man, and you look at all the blessings that you have. Lucky I got healthy kids. I got a healthy family. You know, it could have been just, it just could have been the. I could have been born into, I could have been born into another place, into another family. And then I look at, like, I look at the people that I'm around. And like I told you, the cookouts I went to and the family reunions and the love that I have for my cousins and the love that I have for my family. Like, I couldn't see myself growing up in any other environment with any other people. Like, even when I was growing up, we was all in the West End. I was in the townhouses. My cousins were all in the United Front. They were all in the West. Like, we was all in an area where we was all we was all the same age. And we all grew up together. And we all, like, have a bond. No, it's crazy. Like, none of our kids have that bond. Like, a lot of our kids don't have that bond that we have. And we see each other. And we're like, oh! Yeah, yeah, and our kids don't even get that. They're like, "Oh, that's my cousin." Oh, wow, I see this kid all the time. Like, no, that, oh my god, that's your family right there. You love them. So true. Like, you know so what I'm true. saying, man? Like, cause them, some of them threads get taken away. Like, going back to like, you know, them, your old grandmothers and your old grandparents and the people that keep um, cultures together and you know certain things that happen within families that tear things apart. But you have to try to mend things together. Like, I, I remember the good times, you know. And I and I, I I I just wish a couple of my, you know, I I, I wish my cousin um, Tracy was here to see a lot of this stuff. I wish, you know, my cousin Kwanzaa was here to see a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff. My cousin Brandon, you know, they passed very early, yeah. um, you know, and and when they were younger, and you know, you you, you know, you look at you look at them and and you see how much they've lost, and um, how much you've seen in, in that time that 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 you, that they've been that they've been lost. And and how how you wonder how they would have acted in this situation or been here and this and you know but you, but you, but you keep their their name and their spirit and that love alive and you know and and you look at the guys you know that you see and um, I know um, Ed Rogers wants to do something down south end and make a mural and you know that's that's that, like you know they want to put it in and they just want DPI to help them out and with some. That's that's beautiful. Mike did the rock up over here. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these things need to get updated because there's so many people that's passed. Um, True. And I, and I look at so many people, man. Like you know, so many young people that 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 um, passed away. 
that I've seen as little kids, you know, when when you look at that that stretch from like two thousand two thousand one to like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, a lot of young people passed away. A lot, a lot of young people died. Like not not just that. A lot of young a lot of young people went away. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of good brothers got locked up, man. And a lot of good brothers passed away. You know, and and you know, a lot of motivation for things that I do is not to be on a fucking t shirt, bro. Yeah. You know, and when my kid and when my kid was born, the first thing I said was, "He's gonna grow up in this. I mm-hmm. I gotta make I gotta make some changes around here. I gotta make I gotta do something around here mm-hmm. to to at least make the temperature go down with certain things for for certain things and how sure. it goes and handle what I can handle because you know, my kid has to live in this. And at first, you look at it and you have all your peoples out here, but like." When you look around and then you be you become a dad and you say my kid has to live in this shit, you know what I'm saying? And then I yeah. and then I got the chance to be in a bunch of people's lives. Like holy shit! Like mm-hmm. I got the chance to be in like a bunch of people's lives. Like, oh, it, it's you. It's Well, my phone is my. I'm on my backup phone right now. But like, people call me like I'm information. Who's this mm-hmm. number? Like, how do I get in touch with this one? How do I do this? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I've I've been fortunate enough, um, to be tolerated enough by some people, um, <laughs> and 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 loved enough by others. Yep. You know, and yeah, and you know, to to live the life I have, you know. You know, and you know, a lot of people hate me. I don't give a shit. Like, you know, yeah. shit, you know, they hated Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Jesus got throw stones thrown at him. You think that people ain't gonna hate on me? You can hate me all you want. You, you know, know what, man? I'm I'm, I'm still gonna be here. I'm still gonna yeah. be doing shit, man. I'm still gonna be who I am. Like I'm not gonna stop. Like, you know, I I I love I love my city, man. My you know Yeah, and if I'm if if you hate me that much and I'm taking some peace away from you, man, it, it, you need a life, man. You need to need to do something else, you know. Because if uh, I'm getting on your nerves that much that I'm getting you upset and hating you and you're blasting all kinds of stupid stuff, and there. And, and, and it's sad, and it's sad too sometimes, Charlie, man, because you don't know what others are going through, bro. True. Like I, yo, like you know, you you see all the fun and games and stuff like that with me. Like I, I suffered through depression, bro. I still have moments I feel like that, bro. I still have like down deep, like moments that I have to pull my myself out of. Like yep. you know what I'm saying, man. Like that 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 you go through in life. There's so many things that happen to me in my life that that I I ain't supposed to be here right now, yeah. bro. Yeah, or, or, or you understand what I'm saying, man? Yeah, like you look exactly. at you look at the chances, man. Like the third and fourth chances, like you know, it, it's you can have some, uh, man. You can um, you can go in either any direction, and you can have many excuses why you went in that direction. You know, and uh, and some of the stuff that you're talking about that you went through. You know, you got a you got a pocket full of excuses you can give if you want, you know, and and you know you choose not to, you know you choose to just say, hey, why? Uh, yeah, yeah, 
why. Like, you know, we all have chances. Like, I could have made so many different things. And there's so much... Don't get me wrong. There's so much that, like, when you get down with people, there's so much. There's a lot of people that 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 can help bring other people up too. There, there's a lot of things that can help bring you to an area that you need to be, that you could be in, that could that you could be better in. You know, there's a lot of people that, like, you know, that have it that don't want to see anybody else have it. You know, there's mm-hmm. so much. There's, you know, there's there's a lot of people out here that 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 have everything and other and other biggest haters in the world. You know, it won't it won't put somebody else on to anything. Like, oh, I got it this way. Like you nah man, like we all need to help in, like we all need you know, and, and there's certain things that people would get into and you know, you would you would you would you would think that certain people would look out for you. You know, you would think that certain people gave a shit. But mm-hmm. um nah. Nope. Nah, hey. hey. But you keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of you. I'm just, I'm just me and me, brother, man. I look yeah. up to guys like you. I, I thank you. And I'm just um, being me too. Yeah. I, I, I thank you, man, for just being you and always, always being the person that you are. Yeah. Like you are, like you, like the person that you are right now. You've always been like a lot of people might not know that, but a ton of people do. Like shit, man. Like you know, he was almost the mayor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, man. So you know, I had, I had good rope. I had good people that did a lot of good things that I didn't that I didn't take that I took for granted of their words um when I was when I was young um Tom Gomes Tommy mm-hmm. Gomes being one of them um uh Mr. Barboza yep you know you look at a lot of people that you know that that had a lot of knowledge and a lot of culture and a lot of things and um you know Ray Hartman and them guys allowing me to play as a little kid you know what I'm saying, man, and and yeah. playing with the older guys and 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 being being able to play basketball with the older guys and you know people forget about like how much guys like um, Alan Ganetto did for kids, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. They had that 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 one fiasco with the with the with the concert tickets that he had with Mike B, man, and they put a sour name on him, man. Yeah. That dude, that dude took off his shirt for a lot of cats, man. Sure you did. Know? He, um, he- I remember when him and Ru- him and Russell Montero used to run the um the, the, the games for us. All the games, they, they did like th- th- these are these are like unsung heroes, like these mm-hmm. guys that did these little things that go overlooked, and a lot of things that they've done, you know. And um, I just remember going down like going down Monty's on Sunday mornings and Fleet be like, let's go run with Ray Hartman and them guys, and <clears throat> he was old enough, but I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But shit, if he's gonna let Isaiah Marcus play, he's gonna let me play too, right? True. So, but we all <laughs> learned from that, you know, playing with 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 Ray and Dave, and you know, Sonny and Stevie Ramis, and you know, a lot of them older guys, and and they allow you to come in, and they they hit you with their little chucks, and you know, they they get you a little tougher, and you know, man, and you 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 don't realize it in them moments, um. You don't you don't realize in the moments how how big the moments are how much the moments mean mm-hmm. you know that that you, you know you take some of that stuff for granted and I just I you know I have so much thanks for so many people you know what I'm saying for for teaching me so much stuff even the people that did bad stuff like you mm-hmm. taught me so much stuff man like what not to do and like and, even and I, had, they- I had ill neighbors. I had yeah. ill na- Yo, I, I'm telling you, you remember the kids we grew up with? Yeah. Charlie, I had an ill era, man, that I had to look up to. 
I had ill cousins and ill neighbors, and I had, you know. It's, but like you said earlier, you wouldn't trade places with anybody. Hell no. Nah. the same with me. And I, I, I'll take my upbringing and do day one to day million and, and can and go that same path, same exact path, because it, it definitely molded me to what I am today, and it's molded you to who you are today. Um, if, if, if I if I could have did, I, I probably would have made a change to one thing in my life, and that's probably the only thing I would have made a change. Yeah, in. We won't talk yeah. about that now, but there was one change I would have probably made in my life. It would have never changed who I am today. It would have just, you know, it would have been just about making better decisions. You know, exactly. being at a different point, and and you know, and and that's where, you know, you know, that's where the liquor comes in, though, too. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like being a drinker since like, I, me- I remember like one of the first times we drank. Um, well, I got sick the first time we drank. Jesus Christ, I threw I threw up all over um, Landon's wife's house. Uh-huh. Um, the first time I drank, it was all like <laughs> hanging up over there, and I like threw up like seafood salad and hot dogs mm-hmm. from like the dog meal. Um, <laughs> Like all over, all over the place. They sent me home in a sunshine it. cab. They sent me home in a sunshine cab. I was like thirteen. Like <laughs> I just fell on the floor like house party. Like my grandfather, like he was like, "I fuck you up if he wasn't so fucked up." Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to hit a drunk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wanted to hit a drunk. He thought it was a sucker punch, but then, mm-hmm. like that, that a lot of that turned into like daily stuff by the time I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, a lot of the times that you're, that you're funny and you're laughing through things, you know, when you act a certain ways is because you're going through so much hard shit in, within yourself. You know, sometimes you run to a bottle, sometimes you go smoke a little bit. Sometimes you, you know what I'm saying, man? And, and, and it, it just, that hurt. You have to try to take out that hurt somewhere. Sometimes you go play ball. Sometimes you, you know, get in a little brawl. True. Like and 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 we don't and you don't know when you're a young kid and you don't have, you know, you have so many guys that you could have looked up to, but you didn't really have that guy. Like they was all there and they all showed us stuff, but like they never really like gave it all. Like they gave it all to themselves. Like there wasn't many that gave it all to everybody. And and I wish I had a me, you know. And you know, and I like I tell my kids most of the time. Sometimes my oldest son Derek, like he don't like to hear shit that I have to tell him because he he don't. I I I think he don't want me to be right or whatever. He just wants to prove that like whatever I'm saying is wrong. But I, you know, I tell my kids I'm your best asset, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You know, I tell a lot of kids that I work. I'm, I'm your best. Asset. Like I'm not. We're on the same team, man. Like sometimes you know, what happens is uh, like you know. Especially you, as you were, um, you were a coach. But a lot of things you were saying as a coach was exactly what the parents were saying. You know, kids yeah. just needed to hear it from you, just yeah. from another man's mouth or you know another mentor's mouth. And um, you know that may be something that many... little Derek may need. He may need to hear it from someone else. Oh yeah, he hears it, so he gets it now. But like he needed to hear it at that. You know, at certain points he didn't want to hear shit, but um, he gets it now. But like you know, but when you're talking to these kids too, like and they understand your story, and then a lot of the times they see you, they they see you change, and they see how you walk, how you talk, how you how you how you change yourself, how you're one of them, and 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 uh, could end up navigating your way. In a in a in a different way, 
You know what I'm saying, man? There's yeah. so much. The, 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 there's so much. There's so many gems in this city, right? Rocking coined mm-hmm. the term secret city. Rocking yeah. coined the current term secret city. It wasn't because of the no snitching or none of that. Secret city was because there's so much talent in New Bedford and nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. It's like a secret. That's how the term came up. So, like, how the fucking media turned that whole shit on this no snitching stuff and all this stuff and their secret city and they ain't saying this and they're not that. That had nothing to do with how the term came about. You understand what I'm saying? But that's so many people being so far removed from reality and what goes on in the street that they that they see these things and then they hear this. And then they try to put that with that because it sounds good. And then now we're going to make this the tagline about it. Like, so. Well, that, that's something I've been talking about for the, for the last few weeks and just need people. We need to tell our own story because if we let others tell our story, it's going to change. It's going to be different and it's going to be the narrative. So if we're not telling the story correctly, um, you know, and, and since Rock came, came on, you know, we, we were just special. You know, we were talking about a lot of things. And I revert back to that podcast a lot because it was good conversation with it. And like you you and I, our conversation on this podcast, you know, I'm going to be sitting in my car just listening and just kind of, you know, going over everything that we talked about again. And um, but I, I just like I like this conversation. I like what we're doing. And but yeah, we gotta, yo, we gotta I'm, continue I'm a, I'm to tell a, our story. I'm, 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 a, I'm a different dude, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just gotta keep hey, telling yo, our story, you, you always say that to him, right? Because remember when Lee was in Beat Street, man, and they was like, yo, man, yo, but Charlie was like, I don't know, man, <laughs> Bronx Rockins. <laughs> hey, I showed that video tonight, that. man. And you know, he's walking across, he's like, yo, hey, yo, Charlie. Mr. Freeze is in the background and stuff like that. They're over there locking. I should have added it to this this podcast. I have it. You know, I should have added it to it. Yeah. Bad bad host, bad host. That'd be good. Yeah, Lamont's right that because they want to label us as a a gang so bad, you know, that's how money got into the city. True. You know, that that's how a lot of things happen. That's how they got a lot of mint money and a lot of these grants and a lot of these programs and a lot of shit that's going on that a lot of people, you know, keep, you know, keep, that that keep, that, the, that keep that keep, keep coming the stats in. Man. Coming and yeah. the money keeps rolling. Keep the know? money keeps rolling. And if you say it's a gang thing, you can't get you couldn't get certain monies if you if it wasn't labeled like that. So yeah. now we're gonna bow, you know, and now and the, and these kids fed into it. I sure did. They fed into sure it, but did. but but you keep on feeding them the same the same thing. They eventually they're gonna digest it, you know. And it's not digested the same thing. There's not a lot of bad people out here, you know. There's a lot of misled people out here, mm-hmm. you know. There's there's a lot of misled people, but there's a lot of misled parents, and then there's a lot of good parents that are that are, you know, that are um that that are that are. That have kids that that just get caught up with 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 the with the light and want to be a moth and go to the light and want to be down with everybody that they think is fresh and they want to, you know, it, it it looks good to be living hard and not knowing that like you know some people just wish they were living like you but then you don't know what these kids go through you don't know what they're missing in their life you don't know what you know that one thing that draws them to something else and draws them to them things, True. you know. 
Um, all right, D. Well, I gotta, I hear, yo, 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 I hear yo, yo, I see your brother talking a lot of trash up yeah, over he, here. I was he, trying to stay quiet yeah, I was for a while, KP. Yeah, he's he's trying to give you that Samuel Jackson award, but uh, there ain't nobody worse than him. So, you know, I don't care what he says on this podcast. The Samuel Jackson award definitely goes to Kevin Perry. Wow, what's what's the Samuel Jackson award? He swears a lot, so <laughs> so he's. Oh, do I do I swear a lot? I didn't know it was a family show. Oh, I don't know. I Is it a family I, this, show? This is a good conversation, man. I don't I don't care. I'm sorry, man. Like I, you know, it it just comes out like that's the one thing I have to change about myself. Okay. That's like we're the just, one thing I have to change about myself. Like I, I like I don't. I don't know. We're just, we're just being us, man. And that's, that's, I, that's the way what, I want That's it. what happens. That's what that's what happens when you're like. That's what happens when, like, your mother has no clue what she's buying tickets for, and you're in sixth grade, and she gets you and TJ Goodeye tickets to go see Eddie Murphy Raw at the <laughs> Dartmouth Mall, and like buys us tickets. We want to go see the Eddie Murphy movie. Like, yeah. he was making all trading places and all that <laughs> stuff. Oh, go ahead. I said, yeah, it's like Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> so, what are you going to go see, Eddie Murphy? That's yeah. it. That was it. What is it? I don't know. I think it's like Eddie. It's, it's like Beverly Hills Cop, but it's Eddie Murphy. And then, um, and and yeah, she bought she bought me a TJ tickets, boy. And I I soaked that up, boy. You know, like you know, it's, it's like getting your grandmother to rent you Delirious when you're a kid. Man, I rent this. What do you want me to rent when I go to the store? I want you to rent this, this, and this. Okay. <laughs> Come home. You watching that now? Nah, I'm watching that with my friends. Like, Mm-mm-mm. you know, and you know, and 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 that was it. Too. I had, you know, I had a good, I got, had a good set of friends. You know, a lot of a lot of my friends that I grew up with on Park Street too. You know, there was a bunch of good guys. You know, awesome. Till a couple of them got in their feelings, but that you know, that's mm-hmm. that's for another story. Well, I definitely want to have another story, and um, we're definitely Let's gonna go. Have come to do on, this again. man. We come on and, my uh, show too, man. And, I, I know, would because, love that because I don't, I don't give away the Samuel L. Jackson award on my show. I <laughs> am the Samuel L. Jackson award yeah, on my right. show. That's the Samuel L. Jackson show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> We're gonna get Fufu up on there because Fufu's the best. Yeah, like you know, and and you know, I, I, you know, it's funny. I got a couple of conversations with some good brothers and stuff that I can't put out because they don't want me to put it out. Uh huh. And like I had like I had one conversation with my sister that was really good. And uh, I really yo 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 to death. It's yo yo, but listen, yo, but mm-hmm. listen to the podcast because when you start drinking and you're arguing with your friends about everybody, everybody yo 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 yo, but listen, listen, like you yep. know. So so that's why it's that, and um, so you know, uh, uh, you know, we're we're gonna get this popping, and you know, you know, shout out to Mikey and Justin for doing their thing downtown and, and getting this yeah. studio going. And gonna... A lot of people doing things, man. Like you know, Lamont got his radio show. And, mm-hmm. and is doing a lot of things. You know, you got guys like Jules and stuff at 94.5 doing a lot of things. Yep. I, remember, I remember we used to get pissed off at Jules when we used to find out Jules was the DJ. Like, mm-hmm. I remember we used to go to Pies and they used to be like, we used to be like, Julian's here. Ah! Like, <laughs> but when he first that's started, when he was, yo, and, 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 he, and he persevered. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's like stories like that, like when... You know, man, when you start something and you're not great at it, but you stick to it and you become really, really, really good at it. Like, those are, like, the best stories to, like, you know, I have a lot of guys, man. Like, 
stories for day like you you we can go into like you know i know it's getting late so we can go into like different we can nah jules like i told you the story before julian like i told you the story before like how much like we used to be like we wanted i thought we we thought we was getting wall g and then we got jules and then you know at first it was like he played good music, you know what I'm saying? But his transitions were tough. You know what I'm saying? He didn't go from song to song good. But, like, with anybody just trying, like, we was his guinea pigs. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he said, he said, we was what? <laughs> Yo, like, we was his guinea pigs, though. Like, with Spank with Bobberin. Like, mm-hmm. Spank wasn't good at Bobberin. Like, you know how many haircuts he messed up on our heads? Like before he got nasty at doing what he's doing. Like you had to learn somewhere from somebody. You know what I'm saying? And and what better thing? Like Jules was playing flex, time to have sex in OLOA's basement with the and and it'd be too light. So I shut off the lights and sister Marianne be like pissed <laughs> off. Like I know it was Derek. Like, you know what I'm saying, man? We used to go in there and we used to be grinding down there, boy. Woo. <laughs> Oh, and a well away. Yep. Sinners. And then we all go to church on Sunday. Like, we wasn't there last night, wilding out. We put the tables back together. We eating muffins, talking about we was just grinding. I was just grinding in this spot right here, and somebody's eating a muffin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. Well, brother, we're going to do this again. Let's um, do it, man. I, I, hope, I hope people just, you know what I'm saying, I hope, I hope people enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Uh, keep good. doing what you do, man. Keep doing what you do, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it, and uh, you keep doing yours, please. You know, I'm like, stop. I would love to go on your show, and um, now we're getting uh, it popping. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, I can say what I have to. You know, I'll say yo, but listen, mm-hmm. Charlie. Yo, but listen, it's gonna be yo, but listen, Charlie. <laughs> That's it, man. All right, brother. We're gonna talk about, and we're gonna talk about how 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 streets up north look like. Uh, Oh, Beverly Hills hey, and, and I got and, I got and, part and, one. I'm getting and, part and, and two. Sycamore Street looks like uh, you need an ATV in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah definitely. To, to I don't know, man. It's crazy. It was, gonna, it, it, it was a good, clean conversation today. Next time we can have some some drinks over this conversation. Some not the black ice though, because the black ice had me skating one time. Man. Oh boy, hey, I didn't realize I drank the whole bottle, man. Those are the tough days, right? At least you ain't driving after that. Yeah, well, if I fell down, <laughs> it was it was gonna be on my own rug, you know. Michelle would just step right over me and say, "You're gonna sleep there for the night," you know. Yeah, but I, uh, I think Aaron hates when I when I because uh, I start I snore like a grizzly bear. Oh yeah, yeah, shake, like a like a like a bear. Shake, shake the whole house up, man. Yeah, I have no I have no problem doing that, man. Like you know what I'm saying, but you know. But but that's the thing. Thank you for having me, Charlie, man. All right, brother. It's um you need me, give me a holler. You got my number, I got your number. There's no reason why we shouldn't keep in touch with each other. And uh and like I said, I'm gonna give you part two on those roads um probably tomorrow. So I'll send it to you. Thank you. Uh, all right, brother. That's the that's that's the really roads Charlie podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the bat phone. That's when the bat phone rings. And like and, and people out there, like I said, man, just because you're not in my ward, you're in my city, man. Anything I can do to help anybody, and you know, and and just and before we leave, I just want to tell everybody, man, like you know, we we all go through tough times. We all have hard times. We all 
you know, we all we all make great decisions and we all have have good times as well. Um, stick together. Stay positive. Um, let's have a little bit more positive dialogue going forward with each other, man, so we can get this thing rolling. Um, there, there's a lot of things coming down right now with this railway and a lot of the buildings that they're changing, a lot of stuff that's happening in the city. Um, you know, the, the gentrification process and how it goes, man. We really have to get people to, to get up on their on their P's and Q's within the next five to ten years so sure. that we're not pushed out of our neighborhood and we're not pushed out in our culture and, and killed. Because um, on a serious note, that's that's one of the most serious problems right now is what's going on is, um, you know, it, it, it's good economically for for some people, but it's but it's going to make it tough on. You know the the people that's been here, and the people that's been grinding, and the people that that look like you and I, and maybe a couple of shades lighter. And, you know, mm-hmm. man, and 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 even people of non-color who don't have um who don't have knowledge and that are poor and don't have the education and, and don't have the means to to start the under to to start the understanding. You know, um, that's 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 where we got to start moving right now, and you know, and hopefully that we get to this process of you know, of of winning certain parts of our neighborhood back, and you know, as as a, as as their ball is rolling, just to make sure that that we're there, that we're on that ball, we're a part of that, and you know, we're we're, we're getting it so that we can, you know, can continue the culture in our city and continue things that's going on positively in our city. But thank you so much, Charlie, for having me, man, and yeah, hopefully this conversation gets through to a few people, and you know, and okay. and and. You know, anytime anybody needs me, you know, my number, um, you know, you need constituent services done. You need things happening around here. Like, please reach out to me. And the only thing I can say is, you know, I, I can't promise you I'll get everything done, but I'll promise you I'll try. <laughs> exactly. you know? And um, and and that's it for the night, man. God bless. Um, I love you, New Bedford. Like, thank you, Charlie. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And uh, our board for a counselor that we're very proud of and you keep on doing the work that you're doing. And, uh, and like I said, we got to all pay attention. That's what you said too. We got to pay attention to what's going on in the neighborhood, in the city. Not just the bad things. Yeah. Not just the bad things. Good There's things people doing stuff everything. that we can, that, that, that you can make come ups with. And, yeah, and, and, exactly. and, and those, and those are the things that we really have to, to pay attention to too. Yeah. We, we, we focus too much on the negative and, so many positive people and so many positive programs and, you know, and, and, you know, there, there's so much, there's so much good that's going to come out of it. And, you know, and, and you, and you being a driving force behind that now, giving a lot of people a chance to, to talk about what they do and, and what they went through in their roses and, you know, how, how everything went. Shout out to Bernadette Souza too. I didn't give her a shout yeah. out to her. Yep. You know, My girl. I love She'll her. be on there eventually. I'm, I'm one of her biggest fans. Yeah, me too. Me too. Since we since we were ten, she's definitely an ace in my vote and in my deck. You know, definitely good people. So some people are just meant to be great, bro. Yeah, yeah. She was. Some some people just have. Some people just have something in them. You know. She got got her mother's molds. That's for sure, man. Yep. So. Auntie Carol. Yeah, (laughs) my girl. Auntie Carol and Papa T. She's the best. Yeah. Awesome. Thank right, you, brother. brother, man. Have a good night. You too, man. Stay blessed, man. I Peace. Appreciate you. God bless. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you.
for joining the Really Charlie podcast. We definitely went through some extended time, but that was an, that was a person that deserves some extended time. He's definitely uh, full of wisdom. Definitely could talk to him for a very long time, only because we relate. And I'm very proud of what he's doing. And uh, I can't wait to be on his podcast, on his platform, doing our thing. So, all right, everyone. God bless. Stay blessed. Be well. Love y'all. This is a Really Charlie podcast. StreamYard, Anchor, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. Take care. Have a good night. Well, y'all, this is the end of another podcast. Really, Charlie, play my song. I hope you enjoyed the playlist. I hope you enjoyed the guests along with myself as we went back and forth and you know, just talking about music. Please continue to listen to the Really Charlie Play My Song. And if you have any requests, you know, just send a message here on Anchor. Um, and I'll, I'll definitely listen to it. And I'll play it on the next podcast. So thank you for tuning in. And you can also tune in to the Really Charlie podcast on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and StreamYard when you ever have a chance. But uh, if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, you know, we can talk some music. Just let me know. All right. Very transparent. I'm on uh, Facebook, Charlie Perry. On, I'm on the Instagram, really Charlie Instagram page, you know, so, and I got a group on Facebook, so, if you want to reach out to me, you have many, many venues to go to, and uh, we'll get you on the podcast, take care, be blessed, God bless, and be well.